Welcome back to Freezer Social. Forza Party. Come on. Listen. Let's get back. He's getting there. He's getting there. He's getting there. Today we have a big guest. Who do we have? She's a half of the Sisterhood Chronicles podcast. Radio show. Radio and show. also, Bro, she's what, sorry, already made there. Already made there. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm in trouble. Strong stuff. I'm in trouble. Come on. GFM Radio. Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's doing big things. Big things. Very outspoken. Yeah, I like to think so. Raw and uncut. Raw and uncut. Yeah, I would say that. No filter. No filter. No cap. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for joining us today. SJ in the building. Thank you for having me, guys. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, honestly. You know, seeing the big things that you're doing now, and obviously we thought, why not share the story? But also find out about you and where the raw and uncut. And unfiltered comes from. Yeah. Who is SJ? Who is SJ? Who is SJ? Isn't it like a Piers Morgan That's thing? Yeah. Mm. Who Piers is Morgan. It's weird because I never actually had anyone interview me like this. So <laughs> you lot are not fair. It's a pleasure. Yeah. A pleasure. No, thank you. I appreciate it. So you want to know who's SJ? Yeah. In a nutshell. Well, so obviously I have my my seven to seven. I usually say nine to five, but it's seven mm-hmm. to seven. Mm-hmm. And then I've got my business as well on the sides. Mm-hmm. My podcast, mm-hmm. Soulful Journeys. Um, my radio show, Sister Chronicles on GFM Radio. My bad. And I'm a Black Canvas member. All around bad beat, man. Let me not lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've had myself. Yeah, all around bad beat. Yeah, I mean, what can I say? Yeah, so that's me. I dabble. I dabble. Mm. I like to say I dabble. Yeah. So, what is the 7 to 7? What does that consist of? I'm a nanny. Okay, and do you enjoy it? I love my job. I have get great job satisfaction. I feel really fortunate that I found something in life that. I enjoy doing because you know a lot of people just have to go out here and make that money and they don't enjoy what they do or they love what they do and they don't get paid well and I have, I'm lucky because I actually have the best of both worlds. <laughs> Would you say that's your that's your passion? Yeah, it's my it's actually my vocation. Like when I stepped into nanny and I couldn't picture doing anything else. Wow. So obviously I have my side ventures, which right. eventually I would probably like like look to make like my full time thing. Mm-hmm. But I love nanny. Like I, I wouldn't be in, I wouldn't have been doing it for so long if I didn't love it. Uh, how long have you been doing it for? Over eight years now. Yeah, wow. so, yeah. sorry. Seasoned in this game. Mm. What made you, <laughs> you jump into nanny? Um, so I was in college, my mum got sick with cancer, um, so I dropped out of college. I uh, got a full-time job at a pharmacy that I hated just to help pay the bills, um, if I'm being honest. And then once you got the all clear, like two years later, I was kind of like, I don't know what I want to do. I knew I didn't want to go back into education because I got used to making money. Yeah. You start making money, it's a different, you see a different side of things. And plus, like, I just didn't really enjoy studying. Like, I didn't, I didn't have a subject that I was really passionate about or really interest me, so I was a little bit like, okay, what do I want to do? And this girl used to come into the pharmacy all the time. Mm. And I just knew that she used to have kids with her, but I knew they weren't hers. And I remember one day saying to her, like, are you a nanny? And she was like, yeah. I was just kind of chit-chat and asked her, you know, how did you get into it? And she gave me this website. And I never forgot it because when mum got the all clear, I remember going, like, what do I want to do? Mm. And I was like, hmm, nannying, like, sounds interesting. Signed up to the website, applied for my first job. The first job I ever applied for, I got, and I never looked back. Wow. Not many people can say that. Nah, definitely not. Definitely it's, it's not. a surprise. Me, it's a surprise. When you hear things like that, it's mad because you're very outspoken, man. You say a lot of. I don't even. Do you know what's so funny? Outlandish I, things. I don't even feel like I'm. <laughs> 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 outlandish. outlandish. <laughs> If you follow SJ on Twitter, I speak. Yeah. Don't if you if you fans me, don't follow me on Twitter. That's all. I'm having a bad day at work. I'm like, let me see what SJ. <laughs> just probably talking something about doggy styling or something. Just crud. I just talk crud. I'm just open. Sure. You know, I just feel like life's too short. Yeah. Does your employer know that you know you you know you're 
that outspoken and she's listened to my podcast what, what, oh, my podcast is bear in mind very different to my radio show though. Okay, so if you've listened to my podcast mm. episode you get a thought for what i do mm. um so yeah she but she's listened to a couple of episodes of my podcast so she she knows who i am yeah obviously who i'm at work is never going to be who i'm outside of, of work yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But I'm not like complete polar opposite. Like I said, I just know how to adapt in the correct situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not mm-hmm. like I'm just being fake and then I'm going out and I'm like this wild child. No, mm-hmm. not like that at all. She knows. She knows. As long as I take care of my kids well, that's, <laughs> that's all that matters, right? Kids, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the kids are taken care of, I don't think there's a problem. So, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I don't even feel like I'm outlandish. Truthfully, I just feel like I just speak my mind. I just it's normal, isn't it? It, it, it's second nature to me so mm. when people are like oh my god like how can you say this or that and it's just a bit like <laughs> you just spend t- like I don't want to live my life for anybody else I live mm. my life for me mm. so it's like mm. when you start filtering yourself it's because you want to make other people feel comfortable mm. why am I manoeuvring through life like that mm. I'm here to make me cat happy not anybody else mm. so I don't know that's just me though and you see your, your outspokenness if you like is that what made you want to kind of get into doing a podcast is that why you're on the radio no I've just, I mean, haven't always, no, I have, I have, I've always been outspoken. (laughs) (laughs) I've always been outspoken. Obviously, I've become more confident as I've got older and cared less about people's opinions of me. Mm. And then obviously being on social media and then I guess, you know, having a following and stuff like that. People kind of just reach out and like, do you want to come on a pod? It kind of just started like that. Do you want to feature on podcasts? So like Mm. I have loads of friends that have pods that are like, you should just come on. Mm. So it kind of started like that. And then, um... I like to do in pods and I was like this is nice maybe I could have my own pod but mm. I knew when I when I wanted to do a pod that I wanted to show a different side to myself so I didn't want it to be a pod where I was just talking crud because yeah, yeah, yeah. you get that on the timeline yeah, yeah. like and and that's who I'm on the timeline because I feel like social media I say social media is not real but it's mm. it is to an extent because you know we see people get job opportunities yeah, and meet the love yeah, of their life yeah, and stuff like that but like yeah. there's a big part of it that's fake and it's just like for me I don't feel like these people, are, I might interact with you every day, but you're strangers to me. Mm-hmm. You don't, I don't feel like you deserve to know every level or facet of who I am. Yeah. I choose to give what I want on social mm-hmm. media. So that's why if I choose to talk about sex all day, I'm going to talk about sex. If you don't like it, unfollow me. Hellas. <laughs> but my day, my, I say my day ones, but my friends and the people that I love and care about, they know all the other sides of me. And that's what's most important to me. Mm-hmm. So with my podcast as well, I feel like you get a bit of a feel for that. Because okay. I'm, I'm a lot okay. more vulnerable I like to say yeah yeah, yeah. yeah well me. you see in the day and age where obviously you have trolls you have people that like to force their opinion on other people yeah but also I guess being a female mm. and being that outspoken brings its its own trouble of course it does but I mean that's like with everything anything in life I guess but yeah like you said it's just the age of social media so it's like it's on your phone as soon as you pick up your phone it's Twitter there's Instagram there's Snapchat there's all of them things so I guess like you said it's just about how you handle things mm-hmm. and how, how much like I'm a very resilient strong person so I've I see people talk crud about me all the time and I'm just a bit like I don't care yeah but the first time it happened yeah so you must have yeah like, no because I used to have curious cat <laughs> So okay. you know Curious Cat, so it's like that not like a, yeah anonymous. You can write things to people, yeah. blah blah. blah. And I'm, <laughs> I remember like the hate that I used to get in my Curious Cat, and I was just like, this is insane because I know like the people that are writing this are probably people that follow me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like you see me out, and you'd be like, you're right, but you're like on there just, and it's yeah. just a bit like, but like I said, I don't let it phase me because it's just a bit like when you let other people's opinions <coughs> of you get to you or dictate how you move then like I said you're not really living your life for you exactly. and I don't that's what I'm saying I don't give a shit about what people mm. got to say about me I know who I am as a woman exactly. and that's all that I care about so what was the first 
sort of trolling comment you got? Could you remember? Do you know what? I don't remember the first one, but I remember there was one that stood out and yeah. it was just like, it was it was when I like I just got my new job mm. and I bought myself a nice new car. Mm. And I remember it was like, oh, SJ thinks she's all that because she's got a new car that's on fire now. Da, 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 da. Her, her designer bags are fake. This, 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 this. this. You know the real haters, like? <laughs> I actually hate it. Do you know what I mean? I was dying because I was like, you've really taken your time out to study so, me to so that extent. Like, why do I bother you that much? Like, I just feel like when you're on your boss journey or you're leveling up, you don't have time to focus on anybody mm. else. Like me, I don't see no other women as my competition. I'm my own competition. Every day I get up, I'm trying to elevate yeah, exactly. me. I don't focus on anybody else. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So when you're so pressed and focused on other people, that's when your shit isn't correct. That's mm. number one. Because you're not, if, you're, if you're not focused on you, you're going to have time to be looking at everybody else and think like looking at what they're, what you're not doing because exactly. you're comparing yourself. I don't compare myself to no other women because I'm not any other woman. No other woman is me. Exactly. So, exactly. And that's what it is. It's this... Um, you know, you like you said, you're always in the public eye. You're always on being judged. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to be yourself. This is and like, I think what it is is that when you're doing these things like uh, podcasts and radio shows, I think a lot of people have that fear of being judged by people. Of course, yeah, when, you, when you have them right, stuff, right, yeah. like you said, just being on social media, you're going to naturally open yourself up to mm. a, a lot of criticism. Just having Twitter, just yeah, having yeah, a following yeah, on yeah, Twitter yeah, alone, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like you said, people feel that they... Comfortability breeds familiarity. When people feel that like they're familiar with you, they feel like they can talk out the side of their neck to you. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, the, rea- that's the reality. That's what I'm saying about this, this Twitter. Like, I have like a gr- obviously a group of people that I follow and have been following, and it's like, well, cool, if I see you out, we will party. But you're not, you don't know my last name. Yeah. You're not coming to my house. You don't know who my mum is. Sure. Like, differentiate friends and acquaintances, people and associates, because they're not all the same thing. Exactly. People get so caught exactly. up in this Twitter life, like, this shit is real. This shit ain't real. The same real. people you're keeping with will cash your ass tight tomorrow, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or they'll be trolling you in the in on the curious cat. That's what I'm mm. saying. You can't. You have to have that separation. Me, I go on the timeline for fun, you know. I, I go to laugh and pass time. Mm. It's not. It's not serious for me. Obviously, like I, I, I plug all my stuff in and stuff like that. But mm. it's just I don't know. You know what? Just on the on the topic of trolling, we had uh, Shannon, mm. um, Shannon Lee, who's a model, and she was very outspoken, very honest, yeah. just like you, how you were. Um, how you'll be now, sorry. And um, she was saying that when she twerks, mm. you know, her being a woman of colour, her being thick, like, you know, thick-bodied, mm. is seen as a sexual thing. Yeah. You know, when thick-bodied, she's sexualised, but when it's a slim... Uh, Caucasian women mm. they're praised for it and you know we it, the post went up on Made You Think mm. and she got a hurl of abuse from just randomers and we were just thinking she's right though mm-hmm. why are everyone why is everyone attacking her we don't understand this I mean black women's body I say black women mm. like, black women's bodies have been sexualized since how many years for hundreds mm, of years true. when you take it back slavery times you see what i'm saying so that's there's no surprise in that like you said like i feel for her and like i've, I've probably had it myself but i'm like i said I, I guess i kind of have tunnel vision so like i don't pay attention to stuff like that like you said naturally if i put on something and a slim girl puts on something it's gonna look completely different you're unlikely to have any sexual comments about a girl that's slim wearing shorts opposed to maybe a thick girl that's wearing shorts so it hugs it her legs tighter you see her fires her bum blah blah i can get that but i guess it's just I've, it's I don't want to say it's part of like this day and age and social media, mm. but it kind of is. Mm. 
Yeah, it comes, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It just literally is about it's how you handle it. Do you think yeah. being white makes a difference then? Like when you like, I, I, but I was, you see, let I'm, me let me let me let me ask this then yeah. because if we're, we're talking about body types, this is what I'm gonna say. I don't think we're talking about color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, no, yeah, you're right. You're just, yeah, you've got you've got slim just, black women. Absolutely, the size of the mm. woman. But I guess what she said, what I took from what Shannon was saying was that she, because um, the Caucasian girl could twerk. Mm. And it's like a fascination to people. Like, oh snap, she can actually move her bum in that. Like, I, I want to actually see her. And you know, you, she she's be, she's able to then have classes and teach other people how to twerk, and then just shaking their asses everywhere. Mm. And she's saying like she can't necessarily do that. I mean, like I said, maybe it. maybe around. I want to say your own people, but like you, for us, like dancing is part of our culture. Yeah. You know, Caribbean, mm-hmm. African, whatever. That's part of our. <coughs> that's normal. Like I said, I think when you you step outside of that, and you're talking about like. Caucasian women, mm. white women. It's a lot. Like you said, there's this big mm. fascination, but it's not just when it comes to twerking. You've got to think of things like hairstyles as well. Mm. You're talking about, oh yeah, this new hairstyle. It's yeah. like we've been having braids. What are you even talking about? So I think the fascination is more behind the fact that it's a Caucasian woman dancing that way. Yeah, of course it. Of course it is. That's exactly what it is. White woman that can dance, dance it's like yeah, first of yeah. all you're really butchering our dances. <laughs> <laughs> you're butchering it. I, I, actually I'm telling you like, I've seen a few like girls that I'm like, yeah, you've got it, but it's rare. Mm-hmm. It's very rare. Yeah. Do you think we need to own our culture, like black people? Because like it seems like, you know, twerking is is is, is current now, but it's like you said, it's for centuries. Yeah, but our like, ancestors been twerking. Yeah, like I was gonna say, because twerking, twerking is another thing. It's known form. as Mapuka. Yeah, it's, it's known as Mapuka. This guy doesn't background, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mapuka. Yeah. Yeah. Mapuka. Mapuka. What the co- Congo? <laughs> I love that you even know that. Like you said, that we've been dancing. Why? Like I suppose twerking is just another or extension of winding and mm. like stuff. Like, like you said, that has been in our culture. So mm. it's just a bit like. I don't know. I, I personally don't ever go out and feel like, I mean, I only really go out with places that black people are. Mm-hmm. But it's not a huge phenomenon. Like, we're just all doing it. It's just yeah, normal. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So maybe, like you said, when you step out of like our race and you're in other um, environments, it's probably different. But mm. I don't really I don't really have that issue. I have never experienced it myself anyway. What's funny about the, the, the comments that we read, it was all from men. Black men. <laughs> I'm being real, and it was. Uh, what you said, men. It was just from like, and these are the same guys that if Shannon was in a club, they would be trying to move. Of course move. they would. Of course they. And I didn't understand it, and I was just. I don't get it, it. It's twofold, isn't it? It's kind of like. More often than not, when I get certain comments from when I've had certain com- sexual comments from men, mm. or um, negative comments, should I say? It's usually the men that want me that know they can't get me. Hmm. Hmm. It's, that, that's usually how it's like the men that want you that know they can't get you so they're going to spin it and move it like oh you're this or that or you yeah. dress this way and it's just like so is that, does that, if that helps you sleep at night then, then, <laughs> then do you just see what I'm saying do you or like the other side of it men that I mean want and there's nothing wrong with it but you know that, that nice prestige mm. wife you know prim and proper again mm. that's if that's what you want there's many women out there that you will find like mm. if if like you said, Shannon, or I'm not your portion. And I mean, to be honest, I'm not trying to be everyone's cup of tea. I'm someone straight henny. So, you know, like that, I'm good. Like, I'm not here. I don't need you to like me. I don't need you to find me attractive. Like, all I know is the men that I find attractive find me attractive, so I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Does your type, is your type your type? Yeah, exactly. Does your type like you? Is it your negative comments? Do you find you get more from women than men? Oh, women. Seriously? Really? Women. Women all the time. All the time. But like I said, I think a lot of it comes from them wishing they could be as outspoken or say the things that I yeah. say. 
I think, I don't want to say all women, but a large portion of women manoeuvre through life with that angle of, you know, wanting a husband and a family. And that's all good and well. I think we all want that eventually. You know, we all want that to have love and that family unit. However, when... Except for Chris except over for him, here, by the way. Not Chris. Fair enough. He's still in his whole face. <laughs> it be like that, sir. I can't got the cameraman, innit? <laughs> 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 oh, but, yeah, I think when, when you manoeuvre through life with that being the end goal, then you will everything you do and the decisions you make are steered towards that. So like you said, you might think, oh, I want to say this, but I won't say it because how will it make me look towards men? How will men view me? How will they picture me, etc., etc." They've always got that in their mind. Whereas for me, I know husband and kids is, is what is in the cards for me. So because I know that, I'm living my life for me right now mm-hmm. like and like i said the type of man that i won't is that i want or i'm going to be with is 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 never going to have an issue with that stuff because he's going to know me and he's going to love me yeah, for me yeah. do you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i don't know but yeah a lot of women they hate it. they hate it's, i get it all the time it's mad though because you know like i go through your twitter and like speaking to you now mm. you're very outspoken yeah you know you you know when did you discover that i'm different to to, to most to most when, when was it? It's It's been a journey. It's not like I woke up overnight and was like, yes, yeah. I'm just outspoken and it's... Sex this, doggy style, bang, bang. No. <laughs> Whoa! He took it. I said, sex this, doggy style, bang, bang. I follow on Twitter. And I listen to Sister with Chronicles. Was that her last week, was it? Nah. No, it wasn't. I was going to say, that definitely wasn't her last week. Have a good day. I don't know. I said, I just... Like, I, the thing is, I'm, I've been like this with my friends. So before social media was even a thing, like, you can sit down with my girls and be like, this is who SJ is anyway. So it's just like, then I come online, it's like, I don't need to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. I'm just going to be me. And, like, with that comes feeling like I can be... I'm, I just come forward. I just speak my mind. You're, That's you're, it. You're openly honest about talking about sex. Yeah, why not? You know, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand what That's I'm true. A lot of people are scared to talk about sex. Do you know what it is, though? It's like, we... All participate in it. So why the hell are we not talking about it? Mm-hmm. Well, like I don't, I don't understand how we would do. We are all doing it, but yet when it comes to speaking about, it, it's like, oh shit, we can't speak about sex. Oh, it's too crude. Oh, are you going to be uncouth? Or you're going to look? I don't know, what? We're all doing it, but we're all being nasty behind closed doors. But you know, don't want to have open and honest conversations about sex. Yeah. And the more honest conversations we have, the more like the more we're going to be informed. The more things are going to be normalised. Like that's why like a lot of things I talk about it's like it's banter but it's like there's a lot of truth behind yeah, it especially with my like with Sister Chronicles and stuff mm. the things that we talk about it's like this is real everyday shit that mm. we are all going through but no one really wants to speak on but it's like when you speak on it normalise it then you don't feel uncomfortable talking about it that's what I'm saying people don't talk about it enough which is why it makes people feel uncomfortable do you think it's a problem because it's coming from a woman of course it is of course it is of course it is yeah it is true. of course <laughs> it is yeah. if but, but a group it, of man man then was sitting down just chopping up doing oh yeah whatever this happened there wouldn't be anything as soon as women speak about it it's a big thing it's true but, but yeah no, for me personally i find like when it comes to like, youtube social media i find more women talking about sex yeah. than men do. wow it's true yes you know, you know them comedians mm. and that everything that is true when yeah. when it seems like when a woman's in spotlight she wants to talk about sex and talk about how she can have this guy, you know, ch- choke her down and blah, blah, blah. And what what comedians are you speaking about specifically, though? Yeah, Kevin. What's that loud one? Uh, Haddish. Tiffany, I love her. The loud Tiffany one. Haddish, and then, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Queen Latifah before she... 
toned it down a bit. Mm. Um, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that other one? Yeah, yeah, not Monique. Monique. Yes, yeah, she did when she was yeah, doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me. There's a there's a few of them. <coughs> Def, Def, Jack, Def yeah. comedy jam. Yeah, but again, what's, again, like you said, if it was a man, this women even be having this conversation. It's so, true. It's true true because you're, it's a, they're, they're women. We're see, like it's not you're meant to be seen and not heard, but it's like certain topics are off limits. Or yeah. God forbid you speak on them. Like I said, or you come across like. Like, I know a lot of people think I'm crude, or they're like, oh, the language that she uses, I don't give a shit. Mm. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know what? It's like, not, it's, I don't. I wouldn't even say it's the crudeness of it. I don't. I don't care if a female talks about sex. It's. It's. And I'm talking about the comedians here. Yeah. I'm sticking yeah. on my point here. <clears throat> it's over the top. It's a bit too much. It yeah. keeps coming up, joke yeah. after joke after joke after joke. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. I don't really watch a lot of comedy sets to know the comedy mm. scene like that. I know for sure Tiffany Haddish, you're right. Like mm. she has spoke about it a couple times. But like, if we're just talking about like social media, Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I guess everyone's different. Mm. There's, there's, like for me, there's a fine line. Like I, I might speak about what I like, but I never speak about my sex life. There's a big difference. Mm. Like when I'm dating or in a relationship, I'm very private. I'm not gonna be on the time and like, yeah, last night me and my man did. A- no, that's mm-hmm. never that's gonna run. That's what I'm saying. But people make the presumption like mm. because you speak openly, it means you're open across the board and mm. every aspect of your life is gonna be out there in the timeline. Not mm. me, me, no. Other people, I can't speak so much. Mm. So like, like I said, when I say things, it's just I just talking. That's just speaking. You're just telling people what you like. Yeah, just past. Yeah, just might reference past experience. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just like yeah. Like, what did I tweet the other day? I was like, it's definitely choke me hours, and everyone was like, and I had like, it's mad because I had like thousands of retweets. I was like, you don't all filth. So you don't want to say it. You don't want to tweet it, but you will tweet it when you see my thing in it. Okay. Have you had an ex come to you say, brother, why were you talking about me? No, because all my exes are blocks, absolutely. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. No, they couldn't have. Well. But to be honest, like I said, I don't. <laughs> even, if I speak, even if I'm referencing exes, I don't think they'd even know which one I was speaking about. Yeah, Unless so I was being mad specific in, in detail. And, mm. But again, I don't think my exes, I mean, they might, they, I don't know if they watch me like that. But if they do, then I don't know what to tell you. Do you know why it's going to be a bigger deal for her speaking about sex? Because women, a lot of women, so not all women, mm. still see sex as a bigger deal than men do. So when they see a woman talking about well, this is like, this is another thing. Like, right. I, I find like he just interjects with his good one-liners, just like there you go. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I think, um, yeah, women. The women that I find that have an issue with it are the ones that don't necessarily feel comfortable dabbling in casual sex. Or only have to be, only feel like they can have sex when they're in relationships. Yeah. Like, put it this way: so when I like for a lot of years, I was like that. Like, obviously, uh, for my first couple of relationships, the only time I had sex was when I was in a relationship. Mm. And now I think about it, I definitely became more outspoken about sex when I started viewing sex differently. Mm. Which is when, obviously, mm-hmm. I was starting having casual sex, mm. or I had fuck buddies, or this, that, and the other. So I think there was definitely a connection with that. But I find a lot of women literally don't want to speak about it because it makes them feel uncomfortable but you're uncomfortable because you're only participating in it when it's based with feelings or you're in a relationship and i think you're right in that sense because you know you know how you said that you didn't you didn't necessarily speak about the sex the sex you had with your partner at the time mm. i think if those people are only having sex with their partners Exactly right. yeah that's yeah. my point yeah. so no one wants to come out looking yeah. like a trashy hoe yeah because and again it's like you can speak oh, yeah. you can speak about your you can speak about like I said you can speak about sex and you don't have to reference in detail your sex life mm. but I think people struggle to have that disparity or they don't know how to go about it so they'd yeah. rather just not yeah. speak about it at all yeah. like I said I can tweet what I tweet but like it's not referencing what happened last night or what I'm up to now like it's, I'm just talking like generally yeah I guess it's also some of the more <coughs> nasty enough isn't it 
I find this a lot of women they're not they're just straight shooters, uh, you know. But again, like you see that not nasty people enough. will say yeah, that. Yeah, oh, she mouth. talks a lot about sex. Can she really? Yeah, back you know what I mean? Just throwing it out there, you know. Just yeah. my mouth, you know. You no, know, but that's another thing. Like I said, I'm not going to say people that are in relationships are having bland Maybe sex. Miss, you know what I mean? I don't think people in relationships are necessarily having bland sex, but I think the more you explore, the more you become comfortable, the more you you feel comfortable speaking about things. Mm. Like I said, like I know, like for a long time, me and my girls were all doing different things. It wasn't really until we started talking about it. it was like, oh shit, you did that and you did that. Like, yeah, mm, like that normal. shit's normal. Like yeah. it's normal. Yeah, like I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's just you know when you. I've, I've had sex with women, you know. That, it's a bit more. I'm expressing my views I've had sex with women. No, but you didn't let me finish the point. Because right. I started it like a statement. Hold on. I've had sex with a lot of women. And there's been a lot of them that, you know, just lay there. Or, you know, they don't really do nothing. You're busting a sweat. You know, it's all calm out there. There's a lot of levels to sex. And it's like, so I always say like, it, it takes the right man to make a woman a freak that's number mm. one okay a lot of women like i said that have sex aren't necessarily comfortable with their bodies if you're not comfortable with your body you're not enjoying sex which means you're not likely to experiment during sex which is probably why you're having boring sex do you see what i'm saying all of these and all of these things i feel like to me have come with age and with experience i wasn't always comfortable during sex i probably when i think back like to my first couple partners i was probably awful in bed mm. Because it, I always say, yeah, it's funny, but sex is like a sport. You get, the more you do it, the better you get at so it. So do you think you have to go through a whole phase to reach the... But the thing is, what... said to reach the peak. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think you have it's to like go... Football, right? No, I don't think you have to go through a whole phase because I don't I don't feel like I've had a whole phase. Mm. Um, like I said, I think it just, for me, it was like the right guy to bring out that side of me that I felt like I wanted to experiment and, mm-hmm. and explore different things. It, it's, it's the right person has to make you feel comfortable enough to... Because that's a lot of vulnerability. You're literally going, okay, like, I'm going to trust you to do this with you. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that trust is a major part of it as well. Major. Like, what I'm saying, if you're just talking about one-night stands or, or people you're just, like, sleeping mm-hmm. with and not seeing again, yeah. the likelihood of you having great sex... You'll probably have good sex, mm-hmm. but great sex is slim. The first, yeah. Well, you see what I'm I, saying? I, I because you're, the first round as well, like, I if you get someone you don't know yeah, and you're yeah. talking first round, you're just getting into the gist of your bodies yeah, and how yeah, things yeah, are yeah. flowing. My first, first rounds are always dead. But that's why I always say like, that's why first round is never, everyone's like, that's why I say first, you always have to more than, have more than one round. Because it's, then you get into the groove of things. Like I said, first round is just figuring shit out. certain men, after, you know that first round when you come in like 20 seconds, they get a bit insecure about it. Listen, that's another thing. That's why I'm saying everyone should be talking about sex because men come in quick, that shit happens. It's not a big deal. Like, I think men think, oh shit, how are you looking at certain girls take it far though. You say it's not a big deal. No, no, no. One minute, man. Okay. I had a girl, when I did it, first round, she's like, what was that? The thing is. give me time. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying it's stuff like that I do feel like like you said where women have them comments it makes men feel very insecure or mm. like and so I get it like I said that's why I like to talk about sex because we need to normalise this shit mm. coming quick is normal you know like sometimes having sex and not being able to get it back up for half an hour is normal like, mm. that shit is okay like don't be like any women that are out there that are, I mean we joke about and banter about it I mean ideally yeah there's a lot of jokes yeah I was going to say like, ideally like, first round wouldn't be 20 seconds mm. but shit if it guy. is just like my 20 seconds <laughs> Hey Eli, you know what? You've been on board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been on board. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
That's what I'm saying. Like, if it happens, it happens. It's not the end of the world, you know. But do you know, do you know what it is? It's like that's like me going, oh shit! Like he didn't come from head first time. Okay, he didn't yeah. come from head first time. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm shit at giving head. It just didn't yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you know what people need to stop taking shit so personally. This is the thing. But do you know what it is? I mean, I listen to your radio shows, and I find sometimes that you're a bit of a man eater. And then, no, you when you move. say what is a man like, basically it, it comes across like you're a bit it's a bit selfish like my man has to do this love making man you know no but him. no but i it said it comes across a bit like oh it's all about me no because i, I what think did I sex say? is an experience like between two people no but i said i just said there was a difference between sex fucking and making love yeah i didn't there was no i need i'm i'm making clear this is all i'm saying i'm at the age now right mm. that i'm too old to be having crap sex or sex i don't enjoy so mm. therefore if we're not on the same page when it comes to sex i'm not laying down with you anyway do you see what i'm saying mm. like if you don't like what i like or like i'm before i sleep with somebody i'm likely gonna have that con- like if i'm sleeping with you we would have been talking for a minute anyway mm. so i'm gonna kind of know where you're at sexually what you enjoy mm. if we ain't sexually compatible i'm not sleeping with you mm. do you see what i'm saying and does that make him a right off like across the board period yeah like set for me sexual compatibility is extremely important that's even the most important listen yeah. and this is another most, thing most women act like yeah. they aren't like you know men are visual we all know men are visual like mm. you're when you see a woman that's what you're first attracted yeah, to and then you get to know her exactly. i think women have an issue saying that like me when i see a man and i'm attracted to you i'm gonna i'm thinking okay I'll, like i want to feel that i want to rip your clothes off mm-hmm. i'm thinking and so subsequently i'm thinking are you good in bed like mm-hmm. but women are scared to say that they think that oh shit if i say that how does it make me look mm-hmm. it's physical attraction mm-hmm. we're all physically attracted to each other so there's nothing wrong with saying that so that's what i'm saying for me if that tra- doesn't translate in the bedroom or it's not going to translate i'm good like, I, don't, I don't need to dabble have you had a situation where you, you the guy looks extremely attractive and there's been crap in bed yeah. yes <laughs> did you do, how, long, how long did you give him until you said you're dropped <laughs> do you know what it was it wasn't yes. it, it was a number of things and and when I look back on it like I said it was crazy because our chemistry was amazing and that's what was more frustrating like the chemistry the le- mm-hmm. like it was like animal attraction and then it just didn't translate and I was like oh like I was gutted I was absolutely gutted and I remember him texting me and was like when are we linking up again? And I was like, so. Oh my god. Hold on, so was that after the first time then? What was the second chance, sort of thing? Ah? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, exactly. better the second time. It's, 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 it's true, huh? you know. It says it gets better the second time. You never know. Yeah, but okay, but there were other factors that, that, that reason why I didn't sleep with him for the second time, which I feel like if I say I'm going to come across as a bitch. No, no. Oh, okay. He was small, so that was like, he was very small. He was very small. No, he was very small. He was very small. No girth or no length? So both. No girth. No so, but I said both. I said what I said. He was very small. small, small. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can you? Can you he, well, I said like, I couldn't feel it small. Like, like, women like, quantify yeah, no, small. it's true. I don't know. I couldn't so, feel I mean, it small. Yeah, small. If we're talking inches, I don't even... Do you know I found out the other day, actually, sidetrack, that apparently the average inch penis is like five to six inches. So that's average. Like, in the UK, average size is five to six inches. That's just beating me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really shocked when I found out. I didn't think it was five to six inches. Yeah. Like, in that's my... Well, I didn't know that's what I said. You're welcome. Why would I know that? You give that shit. I'm saying, I'm gonna go, uh, so yeah, that's that's apparently <laughs> average size, but he was definitely smaller than that. Mm. So, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm just very. Is it like the the mic the microphone, like the, just the, this bit, the the phone bit, or was it? Maybe. 
but not with the, the, the oh, like shit. he was small that's what I'm saying so where like that that's what I'm saying he was never gonna be a second time because of that anyway that which sounds mad. terrible but I'm sorry it's true was he, was he good in other departments though? was this uh, yeah he ate vagina okay I mean I wasn't overly impressed mm. but it was good I mean that, it was alright that size matter well, to me or in general both both to Ooh. you I don't like to speak for the general masses okay for, for me yes um, I, 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 if I speak for my friends, yes, I don't okay. want to speak for all women in the world because someone yeah. probably say no. Mm. You know, no, I lied because I am actually telling a lie. Mm. I know men that have been huge and don't know what to do with it. They think because they're huge, then that's enough. Mm. It's it's actually about how you, you use your penis. Mm. So, but below a certain <coughs> size, it's you. I mean, I think a lot of women say that like, below a certain size, you're not feeling it, so you're not going to enjoy it. So yes, in that sense, size does matter. Bro. No matter even I mean, if he's getting it in, he's no. putting his back into it, and he's you, you're putting your back into hours. it. But clearly, I am. What am I feeling? <laughs> but then I think a lot of women would say they prefer girth over length as well. So, like in regards to women, what do you think men prefer? What do you think men look for? Every man is different, though. Subjective, <laughs> isn't it? Every man's different in what he finds attractive or like. I don't think, you know what, I don't think guys care if the girl goes. <laughs> <laughs> are we, are we referencing that as in women's vagina? Mm. I don't think men care. Men, do you know what? Men don't care. Men don't care. Men don't. Care, men don't. Hey, I think, think the older they get, they don't care. If it's loose, if it's dead, if it's dead, you'll know it's dead, bro. I was going to say, like, but I. I yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd hope yeah. that that's that's different. That's what, high, you if you're talking no? about hygiene, <laughs> you're staying there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Hygiene, hygiene is like a given across the board, though. Like, if you've got bad hygiene, ill, like that goes for the vice versa. Like, if a, if a man takes off his boxes and he smells, like that's disgusting. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah do you see what you know I'm saying? Mean? But in terms of like men caring about women's vaginas, mm, I don't know. If I think if I speak to my male friends, they're like, I don't really give a shit. Like you said, as long as like she doesn't smell and, and everything's kind of neat and tidy. And even that, to be honest, things like pubic hair, I know enough man is like, I don't give a shit. Hair or no hair, like if I want to have sex with you, I'm gonna sleep with you, period. Whereas women like are very much like I mean myself, like, if there's hair there, that shit's a no go. We ain't having sex. Yeah. That's just a personal thing. That's just me personally though. I'm just very funny about stuff like that. Okay. Alright. So how are you in relationships then? Does uh, when it comes to you being in a relationship Yes. Does sex play a big part? I mean, as in, in what? Do I have a high sex drive? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to think. Yeah, I do. Mm, yeah, I do have a high sex drive. I'd say. Yeah. I mean, what's high though? A lot of women say high, and they're talking too. But then again, it depends. Four times a week. It depends on how often you're seeing your partner, doesn't it? Really and truly. If you live with your partner. I've never lived with a partner, so I can't. That's high. I don't like to speak hypothetically, but like, so for instance, like, say, like, I'm seeing my partner twice a week maybe once for a date night during the week and then maybe spend in the weekend with them that weekend <laughs> <laughs> I mean if we haven't seen each other all week then I'm trying to spend the first half of that day in just in the bedroom with Same. you like I don't I'm understand I've, like it's a form of like if you're attracted to someone you're going to want to sleep with them you're going to exactly. want to have sex so it's just exactly. an ex- another extension or part of your relationship have you been in, ever been in a situation where like your partner didn't have like a high sex drive like you did thank god no I've been really fortunate. I've actually been really fortunate. Like I said, I think maybe because in the getting to know stage, these are the conversations that I have. Like I will speak, like, would you like to run sex? What is your sex drive? I have them conversations because like I said, I need to know that we're compatible. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to step into a relationship with you and like you said, you have like no sex drive and have higher sex drive because we're going to come across challenges then because where do we meet Mm -hmm. in the middle? And you can't force someone to have a high sex drive. 
you either got one or you don't. You either got one or you don't. But there are a lot of cases where you know during the dating phase. <laughs> what is this going to happen? I'm like, you're going to say well. So during the dating yeah. phase, you know, you're having you're having bare sex. You're doing your thing. Do you know what I mean, outside in the car, wherever. Yeah, how what, do you in the relationship? Guys, we're missing now. Guys, we're missing. Shut up, man. Seven months. You wait. Seven months. You know, it changes. Then once you're you're like, yeah, but that's more. But that's more about. That's more about this. I think the spark and the effort on both sides mm. you know like I said when you get into a relationship things become I think an issue is things become a lot more comfortable mm. and that com- like I said comfortability in a relationship isn't a bad thing but in certain aspects um, I think it's detrimental in the sense that like you said like maybe a woman stops stops making an effort she stops getting whacked she stops wanting to put on sexy lingerie mm. and so the man's kind of bit like this shit is what is this it's like it's an everyday do rag and sloppy clothes <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> something, and that's what I'm saying it's on both sides though like but you both need to make that equal effort to keep yeah, that spark yeah. alive mm. And I think when you do that, then you're going to still have, it's going to translate, you're still going to have good sex. Is experimenting important in relationships, like trying new things? I think it is, if you want to keep that. Like toys and all of that? I mean, I don't know. Like, weapons and <laughs> <laughs> swings. Yeah. High heels. I mean, it, like I said, it really depends on you, you personally and the person that you're yeah. with. Like, you, you might both be into that stuff. One I'm, person, I'm one person might be more sexually experienced and open and like I want to try this and like you said maybe then the other person's like okay like I'll dabble but it really just depends on the each each to their own that's what I say mm-hmm. like stuff that I'm into my friends ain't necessarily into or vice versa so it's yeah. different strokes for different folks yeah I don't said like anything to you like oh like, I do this with my partner and you thought oh, that's a bit weird like. <laughs> no do you know what? I'm very I'm, 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 not, illegal, I'm not really judgmental <laughs> when it comes to like sex I'm not really judgmental because okay. I, like I said I think everyone has everyone has kinks and stuff they're into like I said something that you like he might not like or find nasty or but, but it's like it's what you enjoy yeah. so who is who is who am I to say to somebody rah that's disgusting but Kevin, Kevin's nasty he's nasty as anything <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but, you, but you see what I'm saying who am I to sit there and say that's disgusting I remember when I went into Kevin's room and his mom <laughs> Mum came up and Kevin wasn't there at the time. I was like, Look at this new British <laughs> on, on this no. counter. Uh, this, this Look what my son is. Anyway, you know what? The sex thing. You know what? Do you know what? We, we, we've spoken a lot about sex. Yeah. You want to get to also, me. also, you know, you, you've got a lot of side hustles. Yeah, I do. And, alongside doing a seven to seven. Mm. Like, how do you get the time to, to fit in your business? Your, your podcast, your radio show, socialising. I pride myself on my time management. Um, I just try to utilise my time effectively, mm. if I'm being honest. And that's that's the most you can really do. And truthfully, people always say, you know, you make time for what you want to make time for. But realistically, there are only so many hours in a day. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, for me, like I just delegate my time well yeah. that's that's literally it like but i've always been like that since i was since i can remember like i've always been able to mm. dr- juggle things quite well mm. um do you have a method that you use not really like i said i just look at my week i look at what i've going on and then just compartmentalize that's crazy talk. because like you said you have a 12 hour work mm. this sort of thing. I yeah <laughs> I, w- I would even not to do my evenings well, yeah. so like monday through fr- so monday through friday it's yeah. literally just work and gym because oh, okay. I, I, I can't, I can't physically fit anything you, you else in. Your hustle on the weekends, then. right? Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like with my radio show and stuff, I'm quite, um, I'm quite fortunate because I, I bulk record. No, not my radio show. Sorry, my podcast. I bulk record, so I only yeah. go into the studio once a month and I get my content for the month. Mm-hmm. So things like that. Like I've done it, so it works for me. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was like, I can't really be going into the studio every week. I don't have the time for that. Mm-hmm. So how am I going to make this work for me? Mm-hmm. Bulk record. It was just a no-brainer to yeah. me. Just I've just two birds, one stone. 
cut that out. Obviously, I've got my radio show, which is fortnightly, which mm. again, it's not every week, so I haven't got to worry about that. Um, and then I'm obviously on black. I'm a Black Canvas cast member, but again, we record for the season. Like, I think we do two full days of recording that's oh, the whole okay. season. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. People think it's it sounds a lot, and I am doing a lot. But like I said, when I look at my schedule, it's kind of not that difficult to juggle. I'm quite fortunate. Do, do, do you have time for relationships then, or do you, do you have time to go out on dates? Um, so I'm not. I haven't. I haven't been. I'm not dating right now. I haven't been dating. I don't have a desire to date. Certain men are on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a desire today. I've, I've been single. How long been single now? I broke up with my ex last March. Wow. I've been on one date. I'm very selective on who I give my time to. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very selective on who I give my what, time what, to what, because my time is precious. So as you just heard, mm. like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, do you find it hard that men? Do you think my, men find it hard to approach you because of the way you are and? Yeah, so yes and no. Mm. Um. <clears throat> Like I said, the, I'm quite fortunate. The kind of men I like are confident men, usually. Mm. I don't like to use the term alpha male, but I'm sure yeah. if we're going to stick a label on it. Alpha male, like they go, they go get us, they go after what they want, mm. so they don't see. I know, like, I'm a very independent, confident woman. Mm. Like, I can. That is quite scary for a lot of guys. Mm. And I have been in relationships where, you know, I always say they like the idea of me, but they can't see <coughs> the reality mm. a lot of the time, which is why, like, I make it very clear from the off, like, who I am. I think it's very abundant by my presence and the way I speak. Like, mm. I'm not shy. Like, I know what I want, I know what I'm doing. I'm like a, you're either on this same path or wave with me or you're not. Mm. So, in terms of, like, men approaching me and stuff, I think, like I said, there's a certain portion. Like, I've had messages before, like, I've wanted to approach and I haven't known how. Mm. Like, I don't know what the That's right... Honest, yeah, and I appreciate, like, I don't know what the right angle is <clears> or you just come across, across like, you know, kind miss. of ruthless. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, it's not that. It's just, like I said, I'm at the age now where I know exactly what it is I want. So it's mm. like, I don't need to, I don't need to just go on dates to go on dates. I don't need to just sit down mm. and just have pointless, meaningless conversations mm. with guys. I'm, I've, my life is too busy and full. Mm. Yeah. That's not my priority. It's not at the forefront of my mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's substance, but timing is timing is everything. And like I said, right now I'm in a space where I don't actually want a relationship and I don't want to date, so I'm not dating. Like I, I, I date consciously. Like I'm like, if you're gonna date, you should date consciously. Yeah. Like so, where I don't want to date, like I don't even just entertain guys for conversation. So what do you look for in a guy? Then? What do you look for in a guy? What do I look for? A, uh, someone that's ambitious, uh, ambitious, driven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, like work ethic has to be solid because my work ethic is solid. Like. Yeah. Um, sky's the limit because that's how I look at like like I said you have to I don't want to say like you have to be exactly the same as me but I feel like we need to align in, in, yeah align with a lot of the things that we we want out of life mm. um a man that's emotionally available that's massive not a lot of men are emotionally available you think not a lot of men are. like really? they think they are I think they think they are and then they get into relationships I, I think if I, if I sit and speak with like a panel, say it was a room of 50 women, mm. I think a, at least 35 women would be like, yeah, men ain't really emotionally available like that. And things like emotional availability, when I was younger, I didn't even know what that was. Mm. So it wasn't a factor when I was choosing men. Mm. But then as I've gotten older and I've been in relationships and I've, <coughs> been, I've been with men that haven't been emotionally available, I've understood how important that is. That I said, you kind of sometimes don't realise what you need until you don't have it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Emotionally, what's, emo- what's emotional availability? So, a man that's not emotionally closed off, that, that you're able to communicate and have a conversation yeah. with. Um, like that isn't sometimes. yeah that isn't dismissive of your feelings or doesn't sh- or doesn't shut you down or disregard you St- all of this stuff plays a massive part why do you think men men struggle with that side 
answer that. Go on. Why do we struggle, Chris? Okay, cool. Because I had this conversation here with a girl. She said to me, sometimes women just want to talk about their feelings, but a lot of the time men are just solution-based. Mm. She said they, does, they don't want a solution. They just they want, want to talk about their feelings. Yeah. So we might not understand them. Mm-hmm. I said this on my radio show. That can happen. That can happen. I can see how that happens. Though. They just want to talk. Because as a, as a guy, you're <coughs> thinking... How can I make her feel better, better. Yeah, as opposed yeah, yeah. to understanding why she's yeah, feeling yeah. like that? Mm. And it's it's easy to kind of slip through that crack, mm-hmm. in it, to be honest. Yeah, so. no, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with what you said. Absolutely agree. And I think, as well, I said this on my radio show, us women, we love to talk a lot, but we don't listen. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, that's true. We look like whereas men, men, men rarely speak, <laughs> listen, listen. but you lot absorb a lot. Like yeah. you lot, you will sit and you'll listen. Whereas women would just yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah exactly. Constantly. So yeah, emotional availability is is massive for me. Huge, mm. huge, huge, huge. Um, some of that spiritually in tune. Like mm. I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual. Like I'm very spiritual. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's a major factor for me as well. Um, someone that's good with children. Mm. Like if because I like said I'm at that age now. Like if I'm dating, I'm dating looking long term. Mm. So that means that I'm thinking about family and children. Like I need mm. to know that you're good with kids. Mm. I need to know you want kids. Matter of fact, I say this all the time. There's no issue early on asking questions like that. How many kids you want? Two. I just do. Mm-hmm. If you saw if you met a guy that had all these qualities, how would you feel about approaching him? Like what's your confidence like? In the I, sense? Oh, easy. I'll wash you my shot. I ain't got no issue with that. <laughs> you shoot your shot. I man. shoot and score. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't have an issue with that. I've approached men before. Mm. If you like, if I'm attracted to you and I and I want and I'm interested in getting to know you, why would I not approach you? Mm. Why do I need to leave it to you to approach? I mean, more often than not, men are like. I'd say that men will approach me, but if I need, if, if I see you and I want to speak to you, I want to speak to you. I've done that before. It doesn't matter if you're on your own with your boys. I'm yeah. I'm very confident in myself, so I have no issue. And I think a lot of women won't do that because they fear rejection. Yeah, but the issue with, with rejection for women, women take rejection very personally. They see it as like, oh, I'm not attractive. Yeah. This is this is where the, this is what my thing is. It's like. Just because you're his type doesn't mean he you're his. Yeah. Just because he is your type doesn't mean you are his type. Mm. Okay, so when I approach a man, there's a there's a there's also gonna be a fifty percent charge. He's gonna be like, I'm not interested because maybe I'm not his type, or maybe he's in a relationship, or maybe he's just not interested. That's okay. You're not gonna die. Keep it pushing. But women are like, God forbid, and it's like, sis, mm. this is why the guy you saw in the club two weeks ago, you're still chatting about, mm. but you didn't approach him, and he didn't approach you. So mm. where are you now? Mm. Do you, see what, do you see what I'm saying? You, you could have just missed out on the love of your life. Do you think some, sometimes you just got to take that, that chance and just say, bun it? Right, so I'm, a, I'm a confident woman, so for me, I have no issue with that. And the reception I've got has always been positive. And if I speak to a lot of men, they find that sexy as hell. A woman that's got the balls to come up approach them and be like, yeah, excuse right, me. Because like, it's rare, because you don't get it as well. So it kind of catches you off guard. And it's like, yeah. what's happening to your here? Ego. Come on, SJ, you must <laughs> get it all the time, man. Get what? Guys approaching you, I mean, saying, you know, let me talk. Not on my day, not on my day to day, because obviously my job and stuff. So I'm not really in a vicinity to see men like that. I go out. Uh, but when I go out, yeah, okay, I get. I won't see her say I don't get attention. I do get attention. But like I said, does I, it take you? A, does it take a lot for you to give that guy your number? But yeah. sometimes it, like, you know, you have to go around, beat around the bush. What's your Snapchat? What's your Insta? <laughs> <laughs> What's your I can, I'm, I can, I can pretty, I can decide pretty quickly in the first part of the conversation whether so, or not yeah. I'm going to give you my number that's it's physical attraction for me if I'm not attracted to you then I'm going to literally say like I'm really flattered but you're not mm-hmm. my type mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest sure. because all these women out here that are like oh I've got a boyfriend oh what can we be friends it's like sis just say you're not attracted to him yeah. mm-hmm. this is it just say this it's is like it. this that. isn't that's what I'm saying you need to 
But B, that's what I'm saying. I think the man, I I mean, a lot of men, it would probably hurt their ego a tiny bit, but I think they'd appreciate that honesty opposed to, like you said, saying things like, I've got a man or, oh, no, I did a lesbian. You know all of that. I find all of that. So, like I said, I think just being honest. I'm into myself. All of that rubbish. I'm focused on me. I mean, to be saying, I focus on me right now, that is actually a real thing. but. But yeah, women use that as an excuse to not give a guy their number. But for, I said, for me, physical attraction, like if I'm not physically attracted to you, I'm not physically attracted to you. I can't, I can't grow to be attracted to somebody. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Never so, before. That's what I'm saying. Like, I need to look at you and be attracted to you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, maybe, maybe I get to know you and I'll be attracted to you. No, like, I'm either attracted to you or what, I'm not. What if, he was, what if that guy had a bad day? You know, he just wasn't, he was... What was, he was a bad day? You know Even when guy. you're looking... No, because <laughs> I don't think that... I like rough and rugged, you know, <laughs> so, like, you don't need to be sharp, trim all the time, clean-shaven, like... But if you're handsome, you're handsome. You kind of can gauge if a man's having a bad day. That's not a reflection on if he's handsome. And confidence is a handsome quality as well. Confidence. You, you, have to have, you have to be confident. I could never not date a man that's not confident. Mm. It's impossible. But there's a di- there's. I don't like arrogant men. I like mm. quiet confidence. Like it's about your aura and your energy. Mm. When you walk in a room, room you command that mm. attention, and you don't. You're not the, the loudest guys are the least confident ones. That's what I say all the time. The ones that are loud and brash in the club and making noise, you're the least confident. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's funny because um, you know what I was uh, I was telling you know my friend that you know we got SJ on we got SJ, she's she's a woman she's like oh she looks a bit mean she sounds mean everybody thinks you, I'm got so this, mean this persona and this demeanor <laughs> I think she I'm... heard you on GFM radio I'd, I'm I'm like, I'm really not a mean person well, tell us what kind of person you are and it's crazy because I'm if you see, I'm so I'm like a social butterfly mm. like if I like if I follow you on Twitter and we interact like, if I start I said if I see you out we are having a good time like yeah. I'm not I I'm all for good vibes like I'm, that's all I'm about good vibes good energy I guess like you said if you don't know me you're just going based off what you you see or read on social media you're mm. going to form an opinion and I, I understand that mm. but like I said when you meet me in person you'll be like raw she's nice I'm like yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm actually alright I'm actually okay <laughs> I don't know why people think I'm not a nice yeah. person like I'm, I'm like I like to think I'm a lovely you, person you a raver where do you, where do you talk to I'm not a raver no I'm not Bars. I mean I like brunch like I'm a kind of like a brunch like I okay. like to go for brunch with my girls okay. like cocktails that kind of thing yeah. I'm kind of into that I don't raving yeah it's mad so, so, I think so, everyone nowadays you... now you know what our cameraman there big guy our cameraman he goes to sex parties uh, is that something you've ever gone to I've never been to a sex party but it's so weird you say that because I actually got a DM two days ago someone invited me to a sex party it was a Chris someone was inviting me to a sex party and I was just like I appreciate it I was like it's not actually my thing yeah. That's what I'm saying. People are quite surprised at what I'm, I am mm. and I'm not into because, mm. like I said, you think because I speak openly, section like about sex, that mm. I'm gonna in, be into every. No, like I've never done a threesome. I don't plan to do a threesome. Yeah. I've never done one. In a, within my within a relationship, no, I'd never have a threesome within my relationship. It's, I'm not. I wouldn't say no. Definitely wouldn't say no. Two guys or two girls? No, a guy, a guy and a girl. Oh, okay. You want to do two guys? No. Why? Mm. It seems, well, every girl that I ask, they say it seems brutal. I was going to say, his choice of words is strong. But what are they watching as well? That's the better question yeah. you need to be asking. It's brutal. <laughs> Yo, Kevin. 
I did that about brutal. Um, two guys. I don't know. It's never really. Did it ever really cross my mind? I don't know. I've watched it in porn before. Mm-hmm. I mean, did, like, did it brutal? It depends what kind of like. It it really depends on what you're into. Like, I think a lot of women have a fantasy, have that fantasy of two guys, but the reality of them going through it is very slim. You can fantasize about stuff that you aren't necessarily going to like do. I think we all probably do that. Like, if you look at certain people's porn categories, you're probably like, "Rah, is that what you're into?" But reality is, they haven't done that. It's a fantasy. I think that's the same with like a threesome with two guys. I think a lot of women like probably turn them on or they think it's oh shit yeah but the reality is they wouldn't do it like i probably i wouldn't do it do you think this is the age where women can go out on multiple dates have sex with whoever they want how many they want and not be judged or are they no, still do you still, think women still, are still they're being still judged they're still going to be for, judged for being called a whole but there's a shift though there is a there is a shift but <sighs> there is a shift i don't want to say like it's like it was five six years mm-hmm. ago because I definitely we're definitely more open minded now, um, and like I said, I think it's it's less. Do you think that you've got to understand? For a long time, I think a, sex was about a man. Sex was for men. Like mm. women, did, a lot of women didn't even enjoy sex. They weren't even coming from sex. So it's like now we're in a place that it's like not we're taking the power back, but it's like hey, like I'm having sex with you too. I want to enjoy this. Like yeah, remember us. I think that's why women are becoming more vocal and stuff because. And like I said, I know a lot of women that are having sex and they're not even enjoying it. And I'm like, how are you laying down with somebody and you're not enjoying, enjoying this act? Yeah. That you're, like you said before, that you're both meant to be enjoying. Exactly. That's insane to me. But that's something you're not going to, like, you need to be vocal. If they're not doing something you don't like, if they're doing something you don't like, speak so up. Like, speak up if they're doing something you don't like. If you're not coming, let him know you didn't come. Don't mm. fake it because he's just going to continue to do the same thing he was yeah. doing and you're going to continue to not enjoy it and he's yeah. going to continue walking away thinking, yeah, I got this. So you ain't got this. That's true, that's true. Well, no one's bene- no one is benefiting from a situation like that. No one is benefiting from a situation like that. So, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, we're becoming more open-minded but still women are going to be judged regardless. Yeah. Like, I know I'm judged all the time but like I said... I'm okay with that. You know men are judged just as much as women, you know? Mother no. So no. let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I'll tell you why. We just don't pay mind to it. You know a guy will go on the internet and say, oh, Chris, how much times do people call see me and say, Chris, you're a savage? You know you just called me a hoe, you're a dog, this and the other. But because we don't allow it to But are you, us, are you judged by women or are you judged by men? Are you judged by women or are you judged by men? Judged by everyone. You think so? You know what it is? I'll be honest with you. Go on Twitter and see a post about a fuckboy... Um, a dog, the players, this and the other, we just don't complain about it. The thing is, I think. So for me, like, I don't, I don't really like. Are you? What is a dog? If you're single, you can sleep with whoever the hell you want to sleep with. However many people, you're single. When you start, when you're in a relationship, it's obviously it's a completely different kettle of fish. So obviously, if you're using dog in the sense of like you're in a relationship and you're stepping out, then yeah, I can understand. That's a, that's a cheater. Right, exactly. But I'm talking about how, if you're single, there's no way you can be a dog. Exactly. You're only a dog if you're not being honest with the women that you're sleeping with about what it is. That's when you're a dog. Be so honest and upfront. Be honest and upfront. I can understand. That. I can understand. That. So what's, what's the fuck word? No, so, similar to a dog, innit? No, 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 it's different, it's different, it's different. Oh, so I swear. Think, I don't even think, see, I wouldn't have used nah, Fuckboy in that Loser. Tennis. The Fuckboy's nah. a loser. No, that's, that's Yeah, see, that's I would, if I use Fuckboy, it's in reference to like you're a loser. Like, you're a guy that's yeah. a loser, I'm a I've never yeah, used Fuckboy for a huh? guy that's a dog. I'm I mean, it's a guy that sleeps with loads of women. But see, different women have different concepts mm. of what a fuck There you go. But a lot of the time, when I'm hearing, I don't want no fuck boy, you know? A deadbeat, like a man exactly. that ain't got his shit together. It's no reference to the women that he's dealing with. 
I said dog, like, yeah, that's when you come, like, in the, when it comes to women, I think you use the term so dog. So, you know, if a guy was to pass judgment and you say, oh, I don't want to deal with her, she's a hoe, would it bother you? But what what makes me hide? Because I speak about sex openly. This is what I'm trying yeah. to tell people. <laughs> I say it all the time. Nah, okay, don't cool. make this misconception that because I speak about sex, I'm nah, here I'm with, not talking like, about sleeping like, with everybody. You've had more than two partners, right? Yeah. Cool. I'm a big-ass woman. Yeah, yeah damn right I have. So, if a guy said that, I'm not dealing with her, I'm not... Like, let me just be clear boys will say that not men that's a big difference and i deal with men I, I deal with men i don't deal with little boys so some i've never in the last six years ever been asked my body count ever been i've ever been told all oh, right i don't want to date you because you speak about, i've never had them issues that's what i'm saying it's about i attract my type so i am good like, if you want to talk about, oh, I wouldn't date you, most likely is I probably wouldn't date you. So, <laughs> we're good here. Do you see what I'm saying? Fair, fair, fair. You know what? Um, I want to kind of switch it quickly. Just no, to, go for it. Just to sort of... Please, bring it back around. A lot of... Bring it back around. A lot of people, you know... Um, so, we'll, in fact, I'll just use Shannon. Mm. Um, she was talking about, you know, how social media affects her mm-hmm. and has, you know, affected her mentally. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like your mental health has been affected by Absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was the first time, yeah. Like, social media in general has just... For women, I feel like it's warped how we view ourselves, yeah. our bodies. Instagram particularly, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I said, all you see on there is that you don't know who's fake and who's wrong now. True. People are promoting flat tummy tea and do this to get this, and it's just like... And a lot of them use that editing thing. And mm-hmm. even, you know, me, I'm not... I'm, I don't. I don't think surgery is a bad thing. I think if that's what you want to do to make yourself happy, go for it. But I have an issue when people are promoting a certain body or lifestyle and they didn't get it naturally mm-hmm. because you've got young women looking up to that, that's and that's not, it's not. And it's unattainable and it's unrealistic. And I think now in our generation, where you know thick women are in, or the mm-hmm. the new current thing to be, everyone wants to be thick. You know, th- mm-hmm. what women are doing is they're going get and getting surgery and now it's great getting surgery but that's not what thick is a thick woman is going to have stretch marks she is going to have cellulite she is going to jiggle that's that's the normal that is what normal thick women look like and because all we're going on instagram and all we're seeing is this fake portrayal of thick then you've got women who are really thick going shit like i don't look like that now i feel conscious wearing shorts because i've got i've got cellulite i've got stretch marks i've got a food pump my body it's like that, that Instagram has ruined that, and that's what that, that's what I don't like about Instagram. Uh, it's people, fake. People getting surgery. I'm trying to look like these real thick women. That's my whole this, point. This it's like, and like it's crazy because mm. like I definitely went through a phase of that growing yeah. up where I was like, I hate my like I I didn't like my body. I felt uncomfortable, and it's like it's crazy. It's come full circle because the shape I have is the shape that everyone's trying to get now. Yeah, which is yeah. I mean it's I mean it's like great. I'm glad we're finally being you know celebrated and stuff but it's like we're not even being celebrated in the right way because yeah, yeah. like you said what you're looking at <coughs> is not the real portrayal of what mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. as women and the thing is it's, it's just uh it's that constant chase for that perfect image but it's you know that the filters it's the, unattainable the like that's what i'm saying it's not real that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying we, that's why i literally made a decision last year i was like i'm like i'm very conscious on who i follow because this is what you have to understand with social media we spend so much time on social media we are subconsciously absorbing all of that even down to twitter i have to take breaks from twitter because it's not healthy to absorb so many people's thoughts and feelings in one day mm-hmm. you're going to become overwhelmed like i found that at the beginning of the year like i was going for a space where i just didn't my mental health was not good i was like what the hell is wrong with me mm-hmm. why am i feeling as soon as i took a two-week break from twitter i felt good and it was crazy because i was like is that what it's really doing to me and i didn't it's even realize 
Alan said the same thing about yeah. two, two weeks off as well. And like and like I said, obviously I think it's more so when you have like a big following and stuff yeah. and you're you're like or you're on Twitter a lot that it's gonna like a lot of people will just go on it. But f- think about how, how often you're on Twitter or Instagram mm. in the day. It's true. If you look at like your iPhone activity, yeah. what is it gonna yeah. tell you? Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. It's not healthy, especially with Instagram, like I said, when it comes to body image for women, the devil. So I made the conscious effort to unfollow anything that didn't align with who, what I want to see or who I am. Yeah. So them, them Instagrams, fake bodies, out of here. I ain't got time. Like me, I'm following women that go to the gym, stuff like that, real body, stuff yeah. that I can look like. Shit, that shit is normal. That's what I look like. Did you Not- show off your body? On- Listen. Celebrate your body. Absolutely. I've seen her Instagram. Absolutely celebrate. Does. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. I've got no issue. I mean... <laughs> Like I said, I'm a confident woman, so you know I'm gonna I'm going to be sexualized regardless. But I'm not gonna. Like I said, I am comfortable in my skin. So I mean, you can look at it however you want. You can think, rah, she's a hoe, or rah, how can she wear that? Or I've had people say like, if you were my woman, you could never wear that. So I would never be your woman. <laughs> you're the ones, you know, when they come with those unwarranted comments. Like, who even like, sent you here? Did I ask you? But that's the reality. That's the reality, and that's what I'm saying. So it's like, obviously, I'm not, you know. Everybody, each to their own, innit? But yeah. like, I'm, I'm confident and I'm comfortable in my skin, and so I wear what the hell I yeah. want. You know, I saw, I saw, I was, I was, I was, I was, you know, scrolling the timeline, and I saw this comment. Like, it's usually Muslims that do this. This is it's hilarious. This guy showing off his woman. Yeah, of course she's not wearing a hijab. She's in like I think she's wearing a bikini. Mm. The guy's like, Yo, Ak, you're disrespecting Islam, Ak. How are you showing off your girl like that? Do you not want anyone to respect you? Do you not even want to respect her? I mean, I guess with religion, it's a bit different. Yeah, especially but if you're not, talking about... Yeah, but you see, my thing is, if it's on social media, this person clearly wants to show his woman. Mm. And he's not as into that religion as you, right? And he's not expressing that. Mm. So who are you to come and express? You know, you know, but like, people gonna, like to give unwarranted opinions. Mm. On that, yeah, because obviously a lot of my boys are Muslims. The only reason why some of them feel to do that, because Islam, it teaches you, if someone's doing something that's incorrect... You're supposed to call them out. Right. That's because it's part of your faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. He's right. So if they're seeing if they're seeing someone smoke, same way if they saw someone smoking or drinking, Mm. it's part of the teachings that we call it out. Mm. You You correct that that behavior. Yeah. 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 They're they're big people. They can make that decision. I'm just saying that. That's. I'm just giving you the reason why. No, no, but he's right. I know. I know what he's saying is right, but still, they can make their own decisions. You know, they don't need someone to come and teach them how to do it. A thirty-year-old man. Oh, you're smoking. Why are you smoking? Your religion tells you not to smoke. He's thirty, bro. He's been through life. Well, yeah, to them, hellfire is pending, isn't it? <laughs> 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 let let, let, let burn his ass when he gets there. Uh, is it so social media took you to that dark place? Was it just social media or was it No, just... it was, like I said, social media, like, it's crazy. It's like, I remember when Twitter, I think I, I've had t- Twitter. Since when it first came up? Ten years now I've had Twitter. Wow. Oh, yeah. I've, and obviously I wasn't as active on it in the beginning because mm. Twitter wasn't really a thing then. Mm. Like it was kind of like people had Twitter but you didn't really know what no, to do with it or how to use yeah, it. Like what was yeah. the purpose of it? Mm. But I've had it a long ass time. I think I've only become like more active active on it like the last maybe three or four years I'd say. Mm. Like where it's like I can say I go on Twitter like daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. But as I said, it's not healthy. Mm. I read something and I don't know who said it. It was either... <laughs> I don't know if it was Denzel Washington or Russell Brown, but someone said, if you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is reach your phone. You've got an issue. issue. That's an addiction. Issue. It's like everything else. It's like true. We are so addicted to our phones. Like 
when I sat and thought about it, I was like, when I go out like to dinner, how many times do you look across the like the restaurant and people are just there yeah. on their phones? Mm-hmm. We've stopped even having real conversations with people anymore. That's yeah. gone now. You so don't even check you don't even need to check up on your friends, you could just go on Twitter and be like, they tweeted today, they're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or people not going to see their family or get them on FaceTime or join us in This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's just like, it's crazy how attached we are to our it's phones. Like, and to the point that like, when you have to start making a conscious effort to not be on your phone, that's an issue. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's an issue. That's why with me, like I was like, I had to reevaluate. I was like, why am I on my phone so much? Like, what the hell? When, bear in mind, as soon as I came off things like Twitter, oh, I was so productive. <laughs> I didn't realise how much time I was spending <laughs> on that damn app. <laughs> you don't realise how much time. But Makes me 12. To think, <laughs> listen, too many times I said, hey? Okay, bedtime. Like, <laughs> yeah. even that, but like you said, when you wake up and the first thing you do is reach your phone, that's not, that's not healthy, man. Are you more active on Twitter than you're on Instagram? Yeah, she... N- yes and no. Yeah. Oh, Twitter... Well, I, I don't mean that like No, no, tw- mean, so like, Twitter, I'd say I'm more active on Twitter time. during the week. Okay. Because uh, uh, of my job, I can't... When you say active on Instagram, if you're talking about posting mm. and, like, stories, I can't because of my, like, my job. Um, mm. So I'm not on it that much during the week weekends mm-hmm. or when I go on holiday I'm always on Instagram mm-hmm. I'll have stories for days people literally say to me like you're having to do this that's, <laughs> you know when you've got the little but someone's posting that much that's no, me I'm that, I'm that person I'm literally that person so it really just depends it depends mm-hmm. but I'm more Twitter I'd say much more active on Twitter so when you went back on Twitter you said you, 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 know, you took two weeks off mm-hmm. when you went back on what, what? but I've done that a couple times this year like yeah. I've gone through periods where I've just taken a break from Twitter I've just ghosted off Twitter and been like what, what is the first thing you post? Is it something positive? Is it something... That's my mood. Like, I, I, I just had a Twitter break about a week, two weeks ago, yeah. for like a week. Because mm. I was just over it. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and oh, I came I, back I, and I literally tweeted... I thought tweet... you were scheduling them in. Like, nah, I literally came back and I was just tweeted. I was like, what have I missed? Probably nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's a, that's another thing. You We're on there talking the same shit. Yeah. yeah. You're going to come back and there's nothing going to be new. We're still going to be talking yeah, about... Yeah. Height, body count, who pays on the first date? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm t- that's it's what I'm boring. saying. It's not even like I'm logging on and get and, and absorbing knowledge. Mm. We're not even having meaningful conversations. Exactly. It's the same shit. So it's juicy when you come back to a scandal. You know them ones. Even scandals. Even I'm just a bit like, why What's that? What's that? Um, fraud bait. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When that came out, I was, I looked at it interestingly. You know, you wanna see things like I don't pay on mine. It's not nothing to me. It's not a benefit to me. I'm kind of like that. It's a bit like them things that Shay's room. I don't even follow them things there. I'm just bait. I don't follow them things there. I'm about that. I'm just talking about the situation that happened. No, sure, it's interesting. I mean, there, it's amusing, isn't it? When there's a scam on the timeline, you laugh and stuff, but it's like it's just. You know, I miss all that shit. You know. There was a period. I think there was a period of Twitter years ago when every Sunday there was a scandal. You'd log on and you'd be like, "Sunday timeline was the best time." For the <laughs> Being on the Twitter on the Sunday was the best day you could be on Twitter because there was always something going on. Somebody was dragging somebody. Somebody had done something. Like and the whole <laughs> time we would be seen it together, just going, "Oh my gosh!" Like, but Twitter used to be fun. Now Twitter is a joke. Mm-hmm. Twitter is a joke. I'm just like I said, I've gone there to pass the time, have a few laughs, build yeah. my brand. That's it. Keep it pushing. It ain't my real life, man. It's not my real life. <laughs> Say no more. It's not my real so, life. where are you from? Because everyone always asks me, where do you think she's from? Where, you know what I mean? Country or area? Country, country. Well, you guys know, so I was going to say guess, but I can't well, say we that know, now. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought, like. My dad's Caribbean. Yeah. My mum's Italian, but my mum is also uh, a scouser, so she's born and bred in Liverpool. Oh, ratings. Love them. Love them. me. My pizza. Yeah, yeah. 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 girlfriend's Jordy. Does it matter? I'm yeah, a, I love so. Liverpool. Close mm-hmm. to my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like you said. How many times you been? What? Blood. How many times you been Jamaica? Shh. 
what sort of what side are you more in touch with then? The Caribbean side, the Italian side? Both. Uh, obviously, I, I mean, I can cook both foods, like mm. cuisines. Mm. I mean, I, no, I'm lying. I, obviously, I, I'd say I lean towards my black side more. But yeah. that's, that's it's funny how because come? it's not, it's got nothing to do with how I was raised. Well, it does have something to do with how I was raised and it doesn't. Mm. Obviously, my mum raised me, so mum's Italian. So if you mm. think about it, technically, I should be more like lean, mm. lean towards my Italian mm, side. Yeah. But because my I wasn't, I didn't grow up. Well, a majority of my life, I didn't grow up around my black side of my family. Mm. My mum made a conscious effort to make sure that everything in my household that I was surrounded by was black. Oh, wow. She said, that's part of who you are. I'm doing you a disservice and I'm not doing my job as a mother if I don't teach you about that, irrespective of whether those people are not in your life. It's my responsibility because you're of of dual heritage. Mm. Like, so... In terms of, like I said, mum's the one that taught me to ca- cook Caribbean food. Wow. My grandma taught my mum from my dad's side to cook Caribbean food. So that like, shit's authentic. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, my mum, when I think about the books that she bought me to read growing up were black children's books. My dolls were black. Really? Yeah. The artwork on my walls, African artwork. Wow. That, my, yeah. Like, Do you my think mom, that played my, a big part in your art? Of course it did. Of course it did. Even down to, like, my hair. Like, my mum didn't necessarily know how to braid, but every Saturday she'd take me to Finsley Park to get my hair done. Wow. But, again, yeah. she was just like, I have mixed-race children. They are mixed. Mm. Like, they are, as, they are as much black as they are Italian white. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So, and, <coughs> you know, let's, let's call a spade a spade. We know there are a lot of women white women mm. with mixed race children they don't necessarily know how to take care of their yeah, skin yeah, and their hair because mm. there was always that child in your school you know that it was like their skin was ashy or their hair was never done mom was mm. like that could never be my child mm. like no mm. the thing is because we, white white women get a lot of stick anyway yeah. when it comes to having mixed race children so mom was like i'm not going to fall into that percentage yes, yes, yes. it was a conscious choice she was making a conscious choice that she had no way no how is this going to be who i am going to be glad people already like said what they said about her, you know, you're taking our men and this and that and all the yeah. comments. Yeah, grand mum got all of that. She got, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to use this word on the pod. You can. She got called a nigger lover, all of that sure. stuff. Yeah, so it's just like, she was already, she was already battling and fighting all of that, but she was just like, you can have your opinions of me, but when you see my children, you're going to know that they're well taken care of. Mm. And we were. And like I said, everything surra- I was surrounded by, even, please, I grew up on like Marvin Gaye and mm. Angie Stone. Like my mum, my love of music comes from my mum and what mm. she taught me. Like, I, all I listened to was the greats. Like, yeah. that's it. Barry White, you name it. That shit was played in my household constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it played a mass... It obviously had a huge impact on, on how I was raised and how I've grown up and stuff. Mm. Of course it did. It'd be silly to say that it, it didn't. So, you know, you, you never felt conflicted because she no, no, I never felt to conflict. see the other side of, the, you of your of Never your felt conflicted. Yeah, I've never felt conflicted. I've never felt confused. I've always known who I was. Even mm. in secondary school, you know, I feel like people always wanted me to pick a side and it was like really? I was like yeah like so obviously do you think every mixed race person goes through this I don't want to speak I don't like like I said I don't like to speak, speak for the yeah. general masses man I don't I re- my experience is so different to yeah, other people's yeah, yeah. experience but for me personally it's like you know to the white girls I'm black mm-hmm. one drop rule period wow. I always say this to people you know I find that within the black community it's only within the black community that we have this disparity about dark skin light skin mixed race brown and we are black yo mm-hmm. like we're black because if you think about the one drop rule one drop slavery times one drop mm-hmm. you are black period mm-hmm. do you see Absolutely. what I'm saying do you see what Absolutely. I'm saying so for white people <clears throat> they don't think I'm mixed they look at me as black mm-hmm. but with, with growing up I say in secondary school with the black girls now it's a different kettle of fish 
it was don't forget you're black but God forbid you laugh or you say something out of term because I was constantly reminded you're half white. Remember you're half white. Yeah, All yeah. the time I had that constantly, constantly, wow. constantly growing up. And I remember thinking like, what? Like I said, it, when it's convenient for you, I'm black enough. Mm. You know, come and sit with us. Make sure, like, oh, that, make sure your hair's done this way. Come. But when I when we're having certain conversations or I want to reference something or I say something that you don't necessarily like, you're quick to remind me. Remember you're half white. You're half your mix. Mm. It's just like... Yeah, that, that happened a lot of the time still. It's, it's what I'm it's, saying. It's a madness. Yeah. It makes no sense, to be fair. But And, that is, and that's what's crazy, because it's like, we've never... we've never I, As a mixed-race person, I've never wanted to pick a side. I'm comfortable being mixed-race. Mm. Like, if we're talking about identify as a black... I would say I'm a black woman, because mm. I'm a black woman. You're mm. not going to sit here and tell me I'm not a black woman. Mm. But I said it's only, I find, within the black community that we have that, oh, you're dark, you're this, you're, you're this, this you're black. Well, we are black. It's true black. because now, now, like within our own sort of community, they're t- trying to bring in the whole colorism thing, you know, and it's always it's so, you belong to that sector. That's just what I'm saying. We're oh, black, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. That's you're what I'm lighty. saying. And that's you're, what I'm saying. Too, too white, too. Carl's caramel. <laughs> but to Caucasian people, mm. we are all black. Mm. They don't know what light skin mixed race. They just look. You're black mm. to them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's only amongst us ourselves that we have that, and it's just like. Yeah, but this is what everyone says, right? Mm. We, we we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, you know, united, you know. And we're not, <laughs> and we so won't be until them that things like that are eliminated. Exactly, and like I truly believe that. Same, shame. Wow. Well, well your mum did well. You, your mum must be proud of you with all this. Uh, I'm proud of my mum, man. Uh, you're very close with your mum. Mum's my best friend. Mum's my best friend. She like, must be proud. She is. She tells me that she's proud of me. She did. She she does tell me she's proud of me all the time. But like I said, she had everything that I am is is because of who she is. I mean, she's she's done well. You, you know, not only I'll be honest. If I was juggling the amount of stuff you're juggling, I'll be burnt out. <laughs> no, don't get it twisted. Like I'll that happens. You know I mean? That happens all the time. And she even checks me. She'll be mm. like, "You need to just take some time for yeah. you. Like you can't keep doing this. You're gonna run yourself into the ground." And I've got better at it as I get older. Mm. Or going, actually, no, it's time for me. I'm like, I need to detach from everything because ultimately, like. If I'm not fit and healthy, I can't do all of this stuff yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, like you said, running like juggling so many things, you're only be able to do that for so long mm. before your body is literally going to mm. say no. Mm. Like think about how many times like you've been run down, you've got a cold or something. It's probably because you're either not sleeping correctly, you're not eating enough, you're not mm. resting. It's true. So this that stuff is. Does, does your mum listen to Sisterhood Chronicles? My mum has listened to every episode of She's my podcast. She tunes into my radio show. Mm. There's nothing that I do that my mum doesn't a okay. Has she ever been like, ooh, that's a bit much. Come do you know what? On, she's... <laughs> yeah, you know what? Even today, even today she was like, now. can you watch your language, please? And I was like, I was, I was like yes, mum. But she, she she, knows who I am. You know, I'm not, like I said, I don't, I'm not someone different from my job to who I am with my friends mm-hmm. to who I am with mum. I am who I am. And nobody knows me better than my mum. That's the woman that raised me. Mm-hmm. It's the woman that grounds me. So, no, that, she, she always says to me, and it's now nice, she says she wishes that she was as confident as I was at oh. at that age like and that that's that's that means so much like I said my mum is she's like my she is my role model mm-hmm. yeah I said everything that I am and who I've become is because of her mm-hmm. everything I've watched her go through has has allowed me to grow and become yeah. the woman that I am so with if, without her I wouldn't even it wouldn't even be a conversation we'd be having mm-hmm. yeah but no she she knows who I am she knows yeah Sometimes I'm like, oh, she's listening. I don't want to say this, yeah, but I'm just this. like, yeah. mom, I'm just, or I'll be like on air, like, mom, cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> because I, saw, your I, saw, I, saw, I heard something where you, I don't know if it was you, 
Well, you said something like, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, something like you suck their dick and you kiss them so that they can taste themselves. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> that's that's one. That's yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was on the radio one. show. We was talking about that. We was talking about tasting yourself. Yeah, just talking about tasting yourself. Like, I'm, and like I said, I know, do you know what it is as well, though? You've got to understand, like, I've always had, like I've always that's had an open relationship. It's what? That's very wild. What? Why, why should I taste, the men should taste themselves. No, no, no. The conversation was like when a man goes down on you, mm. and when he comes up, like of course you're gonna kiss him. You're not. I'm not expecting him to. Why would you wipe your mouth? I don't understand. I'm iron clean. That's my juices on your lips. You know. I don't get it. Fair, fair That's what's great. That stuff like that to me is wild. Like it, he's play. he's going down on you. He's not kissing you. What? Sis, you better check that everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> you better check everything's good. Yeah, like middle sex uh, You know what's up with you ain't seen yet. Yeah, <laughs> like something. I'm not gonna kiss you. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna do you a favor. I, still. <laughs> I did the thing. No kisses. <laughs> so, but yeah, she knows. She knows how I am. So, how did the radio thing come about? How did you get involved in getting on radio? Do you know what? Yeah, because that must be really cool, like, mm-hmm. to get that. That that whole thing. It still hasn't even sunk in. It's still quite yeah. surreal. Um. I literally said, I went for a feature on GFM radio. Um, and at the end of the episode, I think I was just talking with the owner of it and he was saying that he just got rid of a show and he had a, a slot. And I was like, what? And then uh, he was like, yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. I've been wanting to get into radio. And he was like, okay, email me over your concept. I emailed him over the concept. He was like, I love it. Come in, let's do a pilot episode literally the pilot episode wasn't even done he was like i hope you know you've got the slot like I, cool. I fuck with it we fuck with your whole concept we yeah. love what you're what you're bringing like wow. we haven't got anything like this and then i think the next week i was back in again like when i say it happened in the space of like a week and a half it was what like i was like have i really got a radio show like mm. even announcing it felt so surreal because mm. i was like it's something i've wanted for ages yeah. Ages and then like it literally just kind of fell in my lap. That would be so Like I said, that's even now, even that hasn't sunk in. Like I haven't had time to celebrate and stuff yeah. like that. I haven't even cried. Like I know it's gonna hit me at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, take that time. Take that time Yeah, and you've, you've, you've got to be proud of yourself, man. Do you know what? I am proud of myself, and I think because I am so busy, I don't really take the time to sit and realize what I've accomplished. Yeah, yeah. And and that's a big fault of mine that I need to start working on a lot. Sit and go. Actually, you're doing a lot. Mm. Like, be proud. Of, this is what yeah, I'm this is what I've been trying to drill on. Like, yeah, you're doing, you're doing a lot, but you're doing well at it. And it's it doesn't. Like, to me, like I said, I think because I'm so used to juggling, like, just like, even if it just down to like work and family, like, <coughs> just I've always been used to juggling. This shit just feels like the norm to me. Yeah. But I get from the outside looking in, you're like, how is she doing that? Mm, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Marie Sham, I am proud. I am proud. Take, take that day out. Go spar. Do you know what? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I need to arrange because all of my all of my friends are like, when are we going for celebration drinks? I'm like, I'm going to plan it. I'm going to plan it. Yeah, so yeah. I need to organise so we can go for drinks and celebrate. Cause, no, that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty. Well, yeah. Just a quick question. Yeah, Because go. obviously I'm a teacher and, you know, um, us teachers, we speak about the way we deliver sex education mm. to these kids. Um, do you think it's too mundane? It's like all doom and gloom because when we were kids, we used to watch Sex boring. Education, and it was it was quite like you know you see women pushing out babies, almost like they're trying to put us off sex. I what mean, do you think the schools need to do to make it more um, to appeal to? Well, to everything them? is age appropriate. That's first and foremost, mm. like age appropriate. So, like you said, sex education is different in primary school to is in secondary school. Mm like something you don't need to learn about necessarily right now 
in terms of how like school was a long time ago i don't know how it's taught now i don't know if it's the same as how it was taught when mm. i was at school um but like i said i just remember kind of like being taught how to put a condom on yeah and I think watching a, a video of like a woman giving birth, that was the extent of it. Mm-hmm. And it was a bit like, like you said, there's so much more to sex than that. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of saying, in my mind, what you were saying is like, have sex and it's not protected. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to have a yeah, baby. Yeah. Which is, a, I mean, but that's not just within schools. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people's parents' scare tactic. Yeah. If you think about growing up, it's just like, don't have sex because you'll get pregnant or yeah, you'll get an yeah. STD. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's not educating your children about sex. Thanks, educating yeah. your children about sex is saying, look, like for instance, when I lost my virginia, I told my mom was the first person I told. That's how. On that day, I think it was a couple of days after. Okay. But that's how open relate my relationship with my mom is that that's I was comfortable enough to be able to tell yeah. her that. I, but that's because growing up, obviously age appropriate, she had them conversations with me. Mm. She was like, "Scare, scare tactic is not, scare tactic doesn't work." Mm. Yeah, like you're not you're not in, in st- like inciting fear in them. You're just going, "Don't do this because this is going to happen." Mm. The, the children are inquisitive. Mm. They're going to go and do what they want to do regardless. Do you see what I'm saying? Someone was like, what I need to do as a parent is teach you, it's my job to inform you of about sex or as much of sex that I know about. And if I don't know, I'm going to go and learn and come back if you've got a question that I don't know the answer to. So, because I had that relationship growing up, I had conversations about sex with my mum and stuff like that. When I lost my virginity, it was nothing for me to tell my mum I'd lost my virginity. Her first question was like, are you on contraception? That's another thing. A lot of parents wouldn't dare have they don't want to have that conversation because they feel like what they're doing is encouraging you to be sexually active you're not encouraging children what this is what you need to understand if your child's going to be sexually active they're going to be sexually active regardless Mm. what you want to do is make sure they're protected that's being a responsible parent you need to take out of the whole i don't want them to be doing this and go okay this is their life they are doing it what am i going to do now to help Mm. them Mm. so Mm -hmm. things like contraception Things like making sure you know to go to the clinic to get checked. All of this stuff is key. Because like you said, what happens then is kids are going out doing what they want to do. They're scared to come and tell their parents and they end up in a situation where they're being teased. They're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. They're pregnant because they haven't. They don't know what contraception is. They didn't... God forbid they go and ask someone to put them on contraception because they know the response they're going to be met with. You're having sex. Da-da-da-da. It's going to be... It's like... Yeah. Well, that's not how you... Tr- that's mm. not how you teach your kids. Do you think your mum did a better job at teaching you about sex than she, the school did? Of course she did. Like I said, we know what the school curriculum is. Mm. It's, 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 a, it's not a load of bollocks, but it's, it's a basic. Mm, yeah. It's literally basic. It's literally, that's literally what I remember is being taught how to put a condom on and watching a babe, about a baby, like, give, and mm. obviously learn about your genitals and stuff. Mm. That was the extent of sex education, mm. which is absolutely ridiculous because there's so much more to it than that. Mm. Like I said, I think, I mean, we're talking about schooling. The curriculum on a whole needs a complete overhaul. Yes. Oh, or, in, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. on a whole it needs, but if we're talking about sex education, that also, of course it does. Mm-hmm. We need to, they need to be learning about every aspect of sex. Mm-hmm. Like we should be, talk, you should have pamphlets about clinics. You should be, talk, be, t- be t- teaching uh, girls about contraception, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Feel like what happens that when you start having sex, you, as a woman, like, your feelings and your emotions change. That's yes. something as well that you don't speak about. Yes. It's not just yes. you laying down and it's a physical act. It's Absolutely. so much more than that. Mm-hmm. You as a, you as a female change when you have sex. Your mm-hmm. body changes when you have sex. Mm-hmm. You know things like your periods, things like discharge. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff needs to be taught in schools. Yes. Like I said, it needs to be normalised because these girls are going through this stuff and they don't know what to do mm-hmm. because they haven't got they don't have thought like they've got anyone they can talk to. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. But really again your parents play a major factor like yeah. it's as you they are as responsible to educate you actually even more so than the school is yeah. you're their child that's, that's their saying. job yeah. Yeah. that's their job to educate yeah. you yeah. nobody yeah. else is uh, uh, what age at what age do you think like parents should be talking to their kids about sex like i said it i mean 
Because I, I think like some parents are scared to do it too early. Yeah, like so that's why it's age appropriate. Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. so for instance, I got I got my period very young. I was in primary school and I got oh, my period. Oh. Yeah. So I I was having conversations with my mom about stuff like that mm. because of I had she had to she had to tell me I don't know yeah, what period was yeah, yeah. she needed to say that this <coughs> is what a woman's body goes through mm. to do. so when I got my period like I went to my teacher I said I got my period they said how do you know I said because I know what a period is and my mom taught me mm. what a period is mm. you know stuff like that so it's like where I was having them conversation where I like I developed very early them conversations were the norm for me but I think if you're talking about just you know generally like what age do you talk about sex with your kid I mean when they hit puberty i'd say which is kind of secondary early secondary school mm. isn't it year seven year eight year seven. when yeah, yeah when puberty kicks in you, yeah, of course you need to have them conversations it's, it's, funny. It's, it's funny you say that because we were here we, we spoke on our podcast and you know carl's wife was you know saying asking us um how important it is for mm. parents to step in because a majority of parents don't speak to us and we we weren't spoken to yeah. my mom didn't talk to me about sex his mom and what's your background Ghanaian. Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's within the black community like I said they feel like if they speak about it they're encouraging it it's like you're not encouraging you're educating your kids yeah. and actually what you're doing in the long term is preventing things like like I said teenage pregnancy mm-hmm. things like catching like let's be honest STIs right. chlamydia left untreated women can become infertile mm-hmm. HIV AIDS it's just like this stuff is raw and it's out there like mm-hmm. you know what? if you want to bury your head in the sand as a parent and go I want to turn a blind eye I don't want to believe my child's doing that when that comes knocking at your door, you've got who have you got to blame but yourself because you haven't educated yeah, yeah. them. Oh, that's what I said. It's your job to educate mm, them. Mm. I don't. I, nobody else is like. Yeah, you send your kids to school to learn, but mm. like learning and educating is very different. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Nice. That's, that's nice very very different. So yeah, it starts true. in the household, man. Mm. And like I said, it's. I think it's. I think our generation will change that. Like you said, like growing up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not myself, but when I speak to all my friends, like they couldn't speak to their parents about sex. Yeah. But yeah. now, like you said, with how we are evolving as a generation mm. and how we are more open talking about sex and feeling more comfortable, then we will hopefully then be that like with our children. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's 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 facts. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> SJ is giving us knowledge. Yeah, no, I'm just deep in the dunya. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just opinionated and I, no, I, love I, it, I just I, love I just it, know I where it. I stand on certain love things it, and that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so what would you I mean you work so hard, yeah? So what do you do in your spare time? What do you do? do What's your downtime? That was what I was asking because I know you said that your your next partner is going to be the one you settle down with. Yeah, yeah. Where where, where are you going to meet him? Where am I going to meet him? Or what, what? Which question am I asking? What do I do for oh, my downtime? Yeah, what do you do for downtime? Um, well, I'm a big movie buff, man. Like, yeah, oh, I have I'm an ODing card. Movie. Like I just had so over the last two weeks that I had off work. I think I went to cinema like six times. Yeah, I but yeah, like I pay for an. I love going to the movies, and and that's my me time. I go on my own. I never go with people. I love going to cinema on my own. I do. I'm I'm comfortable and content right, in my right. company. I don't need somebody else to enjoy mm. my life with me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm. That's that's the level of, of comfortability I'm at mm. within myself. Mm. That I, I, I what? Do you want company? <laughs> no, man. Let's go see that ticket through my movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's that's what this guy does when we go to cinema. Just, like, nah, this guy for me is going to cinema. Are you joking? No, this guy. Nah, yeah. So I'm a big movie buff. Uh, I love to read, reading. I love love to read. I love to just get lost in a book. Mm. I've been like that since I was a child, though. Uh, okay. Again, I got it from my mum. She's a big avid reader, so mm. I just grew up in a household where it's like nice. books, nice. books, 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 books. Yeah, man. Like obviously, any typical woman, I like to shop, mm. of course. Um, but do you know, I love fresh to fresh you won them today first time in it do you know what's so mad there <laughs> 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 we got delivered yesterday yeah, yeah. 
so they got to live with yesterday. They're crispy white. They were cheap as well. Probably the cheapest pair of trainers I own is all mad. What else? I just do it as I like, I watch a lot of online shows. So I literally just like, I can stay in bed for a whole day, get up to just wash my skin and eat and get back into bed. I say binge, like I've binge series in a day before, run through them. I love that. That's me, that's my downtime. Just put my phone and just like, yeah. I love a good show. Now Carl's question, he's... And the gym, of course. The gym, well, the gym is... Where you going to meet your husband? Where? Yeah. What do you think you're going to meet him? I know for damn sure he's not in this country. I know yeah. that's a fact. Yeah, Swear. for a fact. Yeah, I know what country? Yeah, I know that for a fact. Uh, America. Yeah. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. He's been saying my wife is in America. Yeah. 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 Why do you say that though? Why? Um, What's the fascination behind it? It's not a fascination. Um, do you know what it is? Like, no. Um, growing up, not always say growing up, but like my late teens, my mum always used to say to me like, this, you're different, like you're, you're cut from a different cloth, mm-hmm. like what you want or need in a partner, you're not going to, she always said to me, you're not going to find it here, She's like, and she literally used to say it to me all the time, and I was like, what are you talking about, like it didn't make sense because you're young, you're just thinking your mum's waffling, talking rubbish, um, but then I went, I went to, I went to LA last year for the first time, and no, I didn't. <laughs> um, but I understood what she was talking about. For me, the calibre of man out there are just very different. Um, and I, like LA is like my second home now. Like I love that place. Really? Yeah. yeah. Says that. LA I'm, is. I'm if, you have, if you've never been, got, if you can afford I've to been, go, been. like it's a. I love everything about LA. I love. Yeah. Like I, I'm. You know, I'm a London girl, born and bred. Yeah. London's my home. But when I went to LA, I'd never felt more at home than when I went to LA. I swear. Like if I could pick up a move tomorrow, I'd go. Rah. That that's that's it. I liked it. I was there for a day though. Ah uh, yes, yeah, so I went. I, I went twice in that space of three months. Like I went Rah. the first time. I loved it so much. I was like, whenever I got time off work again, like I need to come back asap. Like so yeah, America. Did you get with any American guys whilst you're out there to, did, to come to that conclusion? Did I get what's or get did with? You, did you go out on dates? Did you meet someone? Did you? Yeah, no, I did meet someone. Did you have sex with? <laughs> no, I did meet some. I did meet someone when I was out there. Mm. Um, and I'm gonna say. Like, yeah, it's long, long distance, isn't it? it kind of did long distance. Okay. Is that what brought you to that conclusion then? No, it was like I said, it wasn't even that. It's just that, like I said, going the out there. That, not even the lifestyle, because I can take care of myself. I don't yeah. need a man to finance yeah, me. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? That's never... Mm. Uh, to sit here and say, like, a man that isn't a high earner isn't important to me would be a lie, because mm. it definitely is. Mm. But I can carry myself. I'm mm. good. Mm. So, I, like, I'm, I'm bringing shit to the table, just like you're bringing shit to the mm. table. I'm not going to be financially reliant on you. Yeah. But like I said, I just feel like the type of man that out there, that's out there, for me, it's just, it's just better suited to me. Oh, that's just, that's just mm-hmm. my that's just me personal preference that like i said um yeah yeah it's, it's nice to hear you know a woman say you know, i don't know is it well it is nice actually because you say you want to be married you want to have kids i do of course i, do. I mean i say I've lost. Got... do you think that those values have been lost since the the thing is the new i think they haven't have they been lost no are we in an age of I don't think a woman can be too independent. However, I feel like in the midst of our independence, we... I want to word this right because I'll probably get dragged. (laughs) (laughs) In the midst of our independence, what we've done is we've made men feel like they don't have a place or belonging. What you've got to understand is, if you think about, you know, a typical household, woman stayed at home, man was a breadwinner. She relied on him for stuff. We don't have that now. 
women are making more money or the same amount of money as a man. Mm. We can take care of ourselves. We're sufficient. And so in that, wh- wh- where is a man's place in that? Where does he come? Where's his belonging? Mm. What's he needed for? That, men want to feel needed like women exactly. want to feel needed. Absolutely. And because, and women don't, fit, and it's not that women don't know it, they're dismissed. It. Some of them don't know it because men choose not to communicate mm. it. Some are just dismissive. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? But I think, like for me, like I said, when I get married, I mean, it's this. It's going to be an equal partnership. Mm. Absolutely, we're going to make decisions together. But I want my mm. partner to be the head of my household. Yeah. As independent as I am, of course it's I true. do. I want to know that I have somebody I can lean on that is yeah. going to take care of me, that mm. can protect me. Of course, in nature, like na- instinctively, mm. when you look at that, even just talking about the animal kingdom, like mm. it's the same. Mm. It's the same. You see it's what I'm saying? It's the same. That's it's what, so yeah, time. like on new age, the generation we're in, of like I said, like women are so independent yeah. now. It's like I need a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La, la, la. It's like. You don't need a man, but you probably would like one. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong in saying that. Yeah. Like I said, me saying like I'd like a man doesn't suddenly mean that shit like she's not independent. God, like, yeah. Again, we want to bring feminism into this as well then. That's another, <laughs> that plays a whole other part to it. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't, it, is, it is lost. Traditional values have been lost. My mum even says it to me all the time. Like it's crazy. Like in her day, like you wouldn't have sex until you were married. Things like that. And now, obviously, I said that, Mum, you got to decide, times change. Yeah. Like, like I said, for me, like, I'm not about to marry someone and I, I, now, like, I don't know we're sexually compatible. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 the disappointment. Do you see what I'm saying? But, like, I, but I, understand, <laughs> I, I, I understood yeah, what yeah. she was saying. Like, like, even down yeah. to chivalry, like, chivalry is it's dead. Like, I don't, like, when I was in America, it was insane. Like, I'm walking down the street and random guys are like, Miss, how far are you going? Can I carry your bags? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, to you, it might sound, why the hell would you do that? Mm-hmm. But it was crazy because I was like, You've got men in England that are fighting over who's good, arguing about who's going to pay on the first date. And I'm walking down the street and a stranger's offering to carry my bag. So yeah. just hold on, miss. Let me get that door for you. Like, I mean, I, mean, I've, 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 huh? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I do that. I'm not asking but, if I can carry your I've seen certain women going into their house and they can't carry all this stuff. But, that's, but that's, that's not an everyday normal occurrence. Like mm. women, like women. I think when you see women talking on my timeline about you know fuck boys and this and that, it's like majority of them are coming across guys that don't even do this basic Ooh, standard yeah. stuff. And so for them, it's just like, what, what's even happening here? Yeah. Like you're expecting all of like, us as women to want to be wives and do all of this stuff for you, and you're not even doing the basics yourself. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So like I said, one night tomorrow, I was flabbergasted. I said, huh? Mm-hmm. Do, you know why, do you know why a lot of guys stop doing all those things, though? Because where women are expecting guys to continue to do those things, mm. women aren't doing what women used to do. So when was the last time a woman called you randomly and said, I've made food for you? No, but like you said, it's or just something as simple as that. that, no, no, that no, it's definitely, it, it's definitely on. It's not. It's definitely on both sides. But this is what you've, and this is what I'm saying. That's why you have to have like intention behind when you date because it's like, at me, I'm when I date, I'm either dating or I'm sleeping with you. Like, there's no, I know what I is. Mm. I want. That's that's another thing. Like, be clear about what it is you want with the person that you're dealing with because, like you said, like. A man could be, you could be looking at him as just someone you're sleeping with and he's there going like, oh, I want to date her. So he's wanting you to do stuff like a girlfriend would do. And she's like, I ain't going to do this for you. Communication, communicate what you want. This is another thing. When you don't communicate what you want, why is it going to get crossed? You're going to end up in situationships. What the hell is a situationship? You're having a relationship where you're sleeping together. What's a situationship? What's the middle ground? I I can't relate because I've never had that issue. I I communicate what it is I want. And that's another thing. Women know what you want. They, they love to let, oh, I want to see where he wants it to go. Where do you want it to go? Do you want to date him? Yeah. Do you want a relationship or do you want to sleep with him? Yeah. When you know that, shit is a lot more black and white. Mm. Women complicate stuff. I say it all the time. We as women, I say we, I, I 
I'm out of that. But <laughs> the, women complicate stuff. Mm. Things can be very black and white, but you love to add grey areas. Mm. When you start knowing what it is you want and you start communicating that and speaking your truth, men, I say it all the time, men can only rubbish you when you allow them to rubbish you. It's true. It's true. And that's not me saying, ah, oh, you know, me saying, okay, I want to relate. Like, say, for instance, you meet a guy. If a guy doesn't want a relationship, he doesn't want a relationship. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how good your pussy is. It doesn't matter what you do for him. If you don't want a relationship with you, he doesn't want a relationship. You're not going to sway him or be able to turn him. Do you see what I'm saying? But it's like, don't be scared to ask. Do that. And the thing is, men love to do this. They'll be like, we shouldn't actually ask me that question. Say to him, do you want a relationship? Like, if he says no, then just say bye. Don't be like, oh, actually, if I stick around. Men run when you hear that. They're like, it's time now. Like, don't be like, if I stick around, I can can change his mind. Women love that. If I stick around, I can change his mind. And that's, that's, it's so funny because that's, women say they don't have ego. That's a woman's ego when Mm. she does stuff like that. Mm. that's her thinking that she has the power to change mm. the situation or the outcome or that man a mm. man is exactly who he is mm. and he will be who he wants to be for the right woman and it's just that simple mm. it's just that simple jeez like, I don't know I'm, a, I'm a straight shooter you know Chris you yeah. Chris doesn't want to say I'm a straight shooter no, 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 like I said it comes with it just comes with age it comes with dating it comes with like I said knowing yourself when you know yourself everything in life is a lot more smoother because you don't put yourself in situations that don't serve you. Like self-preservation first and foremost before everything. That's true. That's and true. I operate through life with that in my mind. It's when it comes to my friendships, my relationships, work. If something doesn't align with what I want at my journey, just shut that shit off. It's very so I'm saying it's so simple. Women make shit complicated. Women make shit complicated. It's insane. Unnecessarily as well. Like I said, I'm not saying men ain't going to lie and be like, I mean, it's harder guy, when you're in it, though. I think it is, it's, it's harder no, when you're in it. No, it's not. Like, you, it's again, you make, you're making it hard. You're making it hard. I don't understand women are, are, are waiting to see if he changes his mind see how things go. What are you waiting for? Do you know what I mean? You have your, you have your time, you have your clock. You're waiting for this moment. But like I said, it, a lot of that comes from ego. A lot mm. of that comes from a lot of women's self-worth is tied to men. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They don't feel like they've got a man in their life, or like I said, that comes back to the yeah. whole wanting a, a family and a, and a unit, yeah. you know. Yeah. When that's so at the and there's nothing to say that there's nothing wrong with saying that's what you want. Like I said, a lot of us want that, yeah. but when that's at the premise and the forefront of your mind, how you operate is going to be based with that in mind. Yeah. So everything surrounds me, your behavior is going to change, your, your thinking pattern, your mentality, it's all going to be wrong. Mm. It's all going to be wrong. Like I said, you know what you want, mm. know what you want, yeah. and and Actions speak louder than words, I love to say that. It doesn't matter what he's saying to you, look at what he's showing, he's showing you. you. If you don't find this guy, would you be disappointed? Find what guy? Uh, in terms of the guy that you find. The, the thing is, and this is going to sound crazy, but like I said, like I'm quite um, I'm spiritual. So like I believe what you put out into the universe is what you're able to manifest. Mm. It happened with my radio show. I spoke about my radio show two months ago. And it, like I said it actively, like I'm going to have a radio show. And mm. that shit came to fruition. So mm. when it comes to a man, I don't doubt. I'm going to meet the man that I want to have. It's not even a... a, a fo- like, because I'm so confident in that, I don't have an issue with stuff like that. Like, when people say stuff like that to me, I'm like, but I know that's for me, so... Mm. And the thing is, if if I didn't, I'm going to be the rich auntie. I'm good out here, you know. <laughs> I'm good out here. Even, even down to children, I've said this before, you know. Mm. If being a mother, and being a mother is something I, I don't think I'll ever mm. not want to be. If being a mother is, is my end goal, there are other ways to do that without having a partner. Mm. And that's the reality. And people can sit there and say, you know, people can sit there and say, well, that's not conventional. But what's conventional? What's conventional? Mm. 
like what we what how, what a family what a family unit was mm-hmm. back in the day. What a family unit was back in the so, day, you know, a house, two kids, a dog, a picket fence. That's not, family is what you make it. So yeah. if I'm in a financial position to ha- to go and have children through another means, well, absolutely do that. Yeah. If being a mother is what I want, yeah. but what I'm not going to do is settle with a man or in a relationship that makes me unhappy in order to, to get that. Yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. No way. No way. But Impossible. You see, you see how you say, yeah, yeah, my, I know my man is in America. Yeah. Does that mean you've, you've shut off completely from British voice? Yeah. <laughs> Swear down. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I say about um, dating Steve with purpose and, and aligning yourself with what you believe. So it's like, I say all the time, like, I believe that my partner is in America, then what? What? I have to actively work towards that. I can't be over here dating because dating, what I'm yeah, doing is sending yeah, the universe mixed signals about what true, I want. Yeah, Do you see true, what I'm saying? But what if the guy comes and blows your mind? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. He's just cut cold with this. But this is the thing, yeah. I'm not saying great guys haven't approached me. Yeah. But no one's grabbed me like that. Bruh. No one's grabbed me like that. Swear. Right. And I've been single, what, a year and a half now? Mm-hmm. All the man them on Twitter saying, boy, it's done now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a chance, I thought I had a chance. No, but, no, but, but I said challenge. No, but even when I tweet that and I'm like, I don't want, I think people think it's like reverse psychology. Like, I don't want anyone from the timeline. I think people are like, oh, it's hell weird. No, like, I've tweeted all the time, please don't enter my DMs. Please don't. Yeah. And I generally mean it. Because you're just going to get air, then you're going to be pissed, then you're going to probably throw some shade on the timeline. Like, oh, yeah. these girls think they're too nice. Sir, I did tell you not to enter my DMs. Yeah. 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 Again, men and their ego. Mm. You like to, you like, and I get it, you like a challenge, innit? Like men like a challenge. They're yeah. like, oh, no, I can get her. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah. saying, you can't. You cannot get me. Please. <laughs> like, I don't know, like I said, I'm just, I'm just cut from a different cloth, man. Mm. Like I said, I just, I know what I want. I know what I want out of life, mm. family, relationships, friendships. So, like I said, align yourself correctly. Say, say no. no. So, yeah, so, so what's, what's, what's next for SJ? What does I know you don't like you know to no no what's no what's, what's next what's the future hold? what's next speak it into the universe I know speak you it into the facts listen I've been doing, I've been doing <laughs> that for that's years what, I've been doing that for years because it's but it's real and um that's my mantra honestly what's next for me <sighs> what's next what's next um a job abroad hopefully come on yeah not even hopefully it's happening it's happening yeah it's happening yeah there's no hope for yeah I've started applying you do your your seven seven abroad is it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need, I'm ready for a change. But what's happening with your radio show and your, your podcast? This is the thing. Podcast can continue radio shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, so obviously my it's difficult no, because you're friend, no, no. No, the radio shows with your friend, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my podcast oh, oh, on my own. Oh, okay. It's difficult because I'm obviously I'm torn because it's like I know if I move abroad that stuff's gonna stop. Yeah. But at the same time, like I've been wanting a change of environment for a very long time, mm-hmm. like for way over a year now, exactly. I've just been feeling like I need a new environment. It's true. Um, yeah. Just for myself, for my mental well-being, for it's everything. True. I just wanna be somewhere different. You know like what? I, I travel a lot, but I don't know. I'm just at that point, <coughs> I just feel like, I don't know, maybe it's cause I'm two years from 30. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I'm just feeling like I need a change right now. Yeah. Like I'm just in that place. Mm-hmm. So. 30 ain't that bad, yeah. No, I know it's not. Like I said, I think <laughs> I don't know, it's just a, it's just a, yeah, no, it's just a shift that I'm going yeah, through where I'm just like I just want to change the environment. So I, I totally get you. Still. Um, yeah, but I just sure could probably still continue. There's ways to find a ticket. Yeah, no, no, easy. There are ways to do it. Like easy, I said, I think easy. I just I need to see where I, where I get okay, offers yeah. for first, and yeah. then what, do you know, once I have them offers in, and then I'll make like then I'll go from there yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, moving abroad, it's probably what parts of the world have you applied to? What have I been applied to, or where do I actually want to go? Where do you actually want to go? America? No, Dubai actually. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I knew it was Dubai. Yeah, I went to Dubai in June, and 
It's breathtaking. Amazing. Breathtaking. Amazing. Amazing. Dubai is one of my it's top favourite countries. Yeah. I'm serious. And do you know what the funny thing was? That wasn't even on my bucket list as well. I just went, I just went there. Dubai, I, just into, I just fell into it and I was like, whoa. Dubai is like insane. I've never been to somewhere like that. Apart from America, and then that's just because it's so huge. It's like, you know, we grew up seeing America, so we've got that. Yeah, but Dubai. Dubai is right. different. Yeah, so yeah, different. Dubai. Survive. Dubai would be like my number one choice. Yes. But then, like, when does LA come into play though? Because if I take a contract abroad, it will only be a year for a yeah, year okay, anyway. And the, the basis of me going abroad, like I said, changing the environment, new money, stack money, mm. exactly. Yeah, because that's another yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, if I go, if I move back, when I move back to the states, I don't plan on working when I move back there. Yeah. So I need to. That's what I'm saying. I want to be in a financial position that I'm comfortable. So that's oh, what I'm saying. Well, and also, you would have built your name, right? Yeah. Built my brand. There you go. Good Built brand. my brand. So that's yeah. So that's it. I think moving abroad is is for me the next next. Mm. Like, as in within the next two couple months. Mm. By the yeah. end of the year, yeah, I'm planning to be gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm not wasting no time. Big up SJ. At the beginning of the interview, you know, Eli was pressing on the road of unfiltered, the back shot, the doggy style. Uh, bro, I love how you remember his exact words. You know, you know, you know. Those were your words. But do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah. You've it's not been that. Do you know what I mean? You've come across as someone that's just. You believe in your source, which is the best thing ever. You know, people need to believe in their source, but also. You're saying your truth in it, like this is what you. But like I said, uh, that's that's what I say about social media. You just kind of get a gauge of who somebody mm-hmm. is, but it's not who they are. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. There's so many. Uh, like until you sit down and talk with me, this there's so the much other levels and facets to who I am. Of course, yeah. there are. Like there are everybody, but you have to take the time yeah, to get to know yeah, somebody. Okay. And, and it's I'm, surreal for us as well because you know what, Kevin, we we were following you and mm. like we see what you write, and then Kevin was like, we got actually have something. Oh, we got SJ on here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, we like, spoke it into the universe. This is right. <laughs> like anything, you've got to shoot your shot in it. Yeah, shot. And that's you've got to message people and just see, you know, who wants to come on and just share their story. I, you know I mean? I, listen, I love podcasts. I will forever be a fan of podcasts. Anytime I get asked to do a feature, I always feel so honoured because I'm just like, you want me to come on your whole show? Mm. Like I said, obviously, I know I'm not going to come and talk rubbish, but I think that's what a lot of people think they're going to mm. get from me. That's going to be like the premise of the conversation. Mm. It's like, if you want to talk about that, I can obviously talk about yeah, that, yeah. but I can talk about pretty much anything. Mm. What, so is our invite coming soon? Uh, do you know what's so funny? I was literally, <laughs> I was literally saying... <laughs> I patented it. I patented it. <laughs> no, I was literally saying <laughs> that. It was so funny. I said that. I was literally saying, like, I've got a couple. I'm in the studio again next month. I've got a couple ideas for some episodes and stuff, so... You guys will of course get. Do you know what? If I don't get you on my pod, I'll get you on my radio show. No, yeah, oh, come on. I feel like you prefer the radio show. Radio shows like live as well. People calling, people texting. Yeah, so. yeah, Any time to speak in, uh, I don't mind. But sometimes you just give the guests enough time. Yeah, no, you guys. You guys are really good, man. Like I said, I haven't really been. Interviewed before. Yeah, this yeah. was lovely. You guys, no, it was good. very comfortable. I wasn't too much of an interview. Like, no, no, that's what I'm saying. It was a nice conversation. Was, I just enjoyed the conversation okay. on the whole. Okay. Like, it was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you guys made me feel very comfortable. Which I mean, I'm uh, pretty comfortable in new company anyway. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm afraid the curveball cameraman, Chris. Yeah, just behind the scenes. Come along, Mr. Tumulus. Come along, Chris. Come along, Chris. I loved it. It was amazing. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, man. No, please, no, no. We should be thanking you. No, honestly. Because we, we, we've honestly we've learned a lot about you, 100%. and you've given us game. You know them ones like 
You drop bombshells. You know what I'm saying? I know your mom's gonna be watching this. Yeah, Cough, cut, different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom's gonna watch this and be like, yeah, that's my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Thank you very it's much. Been really good, really it's been amazing, honestly. Like obviously, I don't know where I'm gonna be, but you guys ever want me on again? I'll be here in a heartbeat. Oh, band, brilliant! Thank yeah, you very I mean much. that. I mean that. I love you guys. So we're gonna run out of guests. We can just shout her again. We can shout her again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. No worries. Thanks for coming. We've just finished watching Freezer Social with the wonderful, gorgeous, unfiltered SJ. SJ. It's not all. It's not all about. Shots, buggy style, and I'm saying that. Was that meant to plug my socials? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, give them your socials. Again, I mean, actually, I don't care. Twitter, it's sj underscore. Instagram, it's sj dot underscore. Sisterhood Chronicles, Instagram, Sisterhood Chronicles. Chronicles is with a K, people, please. And then my podcast, Soulful Journeys, which is on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Yes. You heard it here first. Go listen to it. It's also on YouTube as well. Oh shit, YouTube. Black Canvas. Oh my gosh. Yes. Black yes, yes, Canvas. Yes, yes, yes. Black Canvas. Yeah, Black Canvas. Tune in. Tune in to her stuff, man. It's, it's really, really it's insightful. Insightful. Uh-huh. Thanks, guys. Thank you. 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 Thank you.